city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zendane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugar Fuel Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo Adventure Path. Episode 113. Okay, so, uh, Helagos, you have received a very flowery invitation uh, to attend um, Tanith for a tour of the Academy of High Wizardry of Corvosa on a date of bloody bloody gibble gibble blah blah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You sound so enthused. (laughs) I am incredibly enthusiastic. Which you are. Uh, certainly welcome to just flat out decline. No, no, no. Presumably you are accepting. So how is Jack getting involved? Um, Elagos came to see me and asked me if I would please, please, please come along. Well, I don't like turn into something and eat. Um, yeah, I'm the safety monitor to prevent Elagos from accidentally or accidentally turning into a wyvern and eating town. <laughs> yeah. Mm. On the basis that that would be rude, and um, Silver wouldn't want me to do that. Mm. Yeah, and we sort of kind of uh, sort of agreed that we wouldn't murder both of Silver's parents. Yes, please. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I understand, and Jack understands that accidentally turning into a wyvern and eating people is the sort of thing that can happen to anyone. Yeah. Look, as well, long as we keep Tenet away from Lucy at any windows, he should be fine. Yeah, you, you've traveled with a wild mage. You know this sort of thing. Just <laughs> Sometimes Mandraviuses yeah, okay. just die. Yeah, but there's a distinction between like, the, the times when Lucy's casting wild magic and genuinely can't control it, and the times when she just says she couldn't stop that from happening. I just see her doing the Steve Urkel whenever something goes wrong. Did I do that? <laughs> Alrighty, so yes, so that's the two of us are going up to the Academy of High Wizardry. Yep. Pause for loading. Find my notes, which I have in my hand. Channel the yellow ones. I've got up, but I put them over here. Glasses slightly down. (laughs) Disapproving face. Yep. The essential. Yep. Well. If we're going to be... Yeah, we go. Oh, that's okay. <sighs> you need a foot rest so you can put your, your leg like relax. Yeah, There's too much crap on that. It's kind of a little bit... It'll do. Comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the appeal of Tanith is actually the players getting to ogle my legs. <laughs> so much as the personality. So, you... Roll up to the Academy of High Wizardry. Deedly deedly dee. Loading description. Clips slowly into existence. Alright, so the Academy is walled all the way around the outside. Mm -hmm. um, In a uh, 
believe it's a pentagon wall, five sides, yeah. five sided wall, yeah. with a majestic set of ridiculously large gates, big enough to admit dragons into it for these, um, out to the front. And they are guarded by both the Grey Guard and and a bunch of people who are clearly in wizarding robes. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it's to some extent open to the public here. Like, you'll be stopped as you're going in. But they basically just ask, you know, who you are and what business you have. And as soon as you tell them, they wave you in with no further inspection or anything of that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you are escorted by a... Very young, obviously, student apprentice. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, a young woman who says, Oh, you... Who are you here to see? Uh, Tanith Mandravius. Oh! Oh, I'll take you to Tanith at once. <laughs> oh, please, come this way. It's like you say to more often now, for some reason. Well, you know, she's just here to guide whatever visitors need mm. guiding, but she gets to guide you to Tanith. Yeah, it's the best day of your life. For him, it's just Tuesday. <laughs> Wow. Oh, thanks, young lady. (laughs) She smiles over you. We don't see too many elves in here. Are you like Tanith's (laughs) great-grandfather? Jack Snickers. What? what? No. (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I I didn't mean to insult you. His grandfather. It's, It's hard to tell with elves. Looks again at Jack already. He's, he's not. He's not related to. He's not related to Tanner. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it's not pretty enough for. <laughs> I didn't say that. I just thought it. Did you have to check thoughts running? No. Then fuck off. <laughs> um, wow. That's what Lucy was like at the same. What Lucy's like now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is way more mature than that. <laughs> way, way, way more mature. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and what you've got in here are a series of large, um, uh, basically sort of barracks, university, dormitory-style yeah. halls around the place. Um, and then there is what could only really be described as a sort of miniature palace in here. <laughs> Um, it is not sized like a palace, but it is, it is magnificent and sort of bejeweled and filigreed and shiny. It's a and, magnificent mansion? Uh, no, actually it oh. isn't. It's a real building. Oh, okay. Um, and Jack, you know this is basically where the... Um, it's it's literally where the tenure lives. <laughs> there are professors' quarters, and then there's this. This is where Torgamore lives. Oh. And Tanith is clearly in here as well. Oh, yeah. Um, and you are escorted in, taken to an office that is just groaning with artwork and a big plush red carpet. And Tanith Mandravius is in there, uh, feet up on his solid wooden desk, uh, looking at, looking at a tome and taking some notes on it. And he looks up, ah, Mr. Alagos, Alagos, uh, you took my invitation. Pleasure to see you. Likewise. And you, young Jacqueline, an unexpected guest. Smug. <laughs> Elgus wanted some company. Of course he did. <laughs> it's alright, I, I quite understand. 
Oh, Karen, dear, you you can go now. Huh? Oh, uh, yes. Okay. Bell's <laughs> curtsies. Bell's curtsies gives Jack a slightly sideways look, <laughs> and then leaves. You just. You, what do you, you think get, you're missing out you on? He's married. <laughs> I see thou art setting a fine example to the young apprentices. Giving them something to look forward to, you mean? Gestures broadly at the office. No. <laughs> Jack, come. Jack does this. Sensing that it's going to be a long time. Hang on, we're only one sentence in and already I need to stop here. Now I'm here to make sure Nalagos doesn't eat him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if I'm going to try and make certain they're not rude to each other, I'm just going to be here all day. No, I, I presume that... Um, that what the player is projecting is pretty much what Elgos is, is either trying to put across or unintentionally putting across. Like, Tanit doesn't need to be making a lot of sense motive roles or anything here, does it? No. No, absolutely not. Tanit, it's all on Tanith to appear better than he did last time. <laughs> Elgos has shown up for the sake of silver yeah. and because he kind of wants to see the Academy. That's it. Well... I feel so honoured. You're putting up with my father because of me. Tanith will sort of get up, gesticulate to the door and lead you out and starts leading you out into the grandiose courtyard in the middle and starts talking as he does so. Well, the Academy of High Wizardry is one of Corvosa's oldest buildings over 250 years settled. 250? Quite. So <laughs> By the time standard of Corvosa, it's impressive. <laughs> but I quite, un- I quite understand. The Academy for a great many years took in only the most prestigious of wizards. Those who had both the talent and the necessary connections or to thrive within the city. Chalaxians, thou meanest. Ah, in fact, no. Several, a, a common understanding, and in fairness, a great, a great many of them were, but also foreign, foreign, foreign children of well-moneyed merchant factors within the city. Uh, those, connect, those connected to the royal family or the nobility's family. Mm. Several Vudrans, based on the Arconas. In more recent times, he says, with that, that very slight sort of smirk of superiority in his face, uh, by which Corvosans mean, by, by which Corvosans mean about ten years ago, uh, we received some competition from a village across the sea called Calvary, and we were forced to expand factors. <laughs> Introducing programs for the likes of bard sorcerers, those with innate talent rather than those who rely on intelligence to learn. Yet it appears to me that this establishment still makes its decisions upon such shallow size. For instance, this lovely young gnome, oh, a, 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 a jewel uh, in, in intellect, 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm slightly embarrassed. I've never studied No. I couldn't afford the I couldn't afford the fees when I started out, and now I feel like I picked up enough along the way that I don't need to come. I'm afraid the academy does require a certain a certain fairly large financial expenditure in order to in, in order to study here. It is not strictly restricted to the children of nobility. There is nothing preventing Miss Lewis from signing up beyond her own financial circumstances, of course, which are in their own way a hazard. Alas, Headmaster Ornelius is not a great believer in scholarships. He sees very little benefit in them. I take thy meaning. Uh, these students provide tribute to a rich thine hoard. <laughs> He, he sort of thinks about this for a minute, decides to take it all face, and, and sort of smiles and nods. That's actually surprisingly accurate. Although not my horde, I am merely a tenured professor here. The headmasters. And uh, upon his demise? Ah, well. Academy politics in their own way can be as interesting as Corvosan politics. Uh, as a newcomer, you are perhaps unaware that you have heard of the so-called curse of the Crimson Throne, that the throne never passes naturally to an heir. Uh, no, you have a It happens straight after you, basically. Um, it's true. No, no, um, no monarch has ever passed the crown onto a child. It always goes to someone else. In um, our case, it was, you know, Iliosa after Eadred, which it's not like he could get it here, what with being too old and, um, old. <laughs> Corvosa never ceases to amaze me. It's the, you know, we have a better idea now what's powering the, um, what's powering that. Hmm. Because I know that Tanith yeah, yeah, knows and yeah. Elagos knows, I'm not going to say it out loud. Yeah, but there's yeah, no he's, one he's not prepared listen. to have this hallway conversation. He, mm-hmm. he gives an understanding look to you and nods quite. Mm-hmm. In any case, uh, when mm-hmm. Queen Iliosa approached the throne, the city was beset by riots. When King when King Eadred's predecessor died, the city was again beset by riots. Academy politics are similar. Our riots are just a lot more quiet. But no less vicious. The professors do not duel. <laughs> not out where people can see them. <laughs> that sounds like you might have inside the knowledge. Magical dueling tends to produce a rather large amount of casualties amongst the amongst the professorships. They are reasonably difficult to replace. Of course. There are a certain number of accidents that do occur when the headmastership occurs, but oh, it was a little before my time, before my time in Corvosa, perhaps 50 years ago, that headmaster Tordemore Ornelios took it. I understand that your friend Lucindriel's uncle has not been back to the academy since. 
Oh dear. Oh, no, uh, Jack. No, that sounds like some history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Z hates hates normal, but I don't know why. Yeah. Now you have a clue. I see. So uh, none of you fight with honor. <laughs> the idea is, if you were dueling, yeah. it would be. Space dice, you just backstab each other and murder each other as they fight. You know, that's what he's basically told me, right? Yeah. Have I, have I? Yes, yes, you have, but yeah. he wouldn't have put it quite that bluntly. Yeah. Like, what he's suggesting is they don't duel because that's bad for the academy as a whole. But also, you know, sometimes people just die around that time for no fathomable reason. Sometimes we need our necromancer. <laughs> there's, um, there's, yeah. there's an increase in people, um, was it dying of unexpected natural causes? <laughs> yeah. and, and people preventing other people from resurrecting them. <laughs> I was about to say, look, we, there's a reason we have a Desna cleric on call. <laughs> and in all fairness, Tipple just go missing. Like, no one knows that disintegrated dust pile. <laughs> <laughs> they go into the shadow realm. <laughs> I think you can literally do it some DD kid. Yeah. And he will sort of stop, look at you, like, like you know, he's sending things across. Like, Tanath is basically dumbing things down for certain, or not dumbing them down, um, well, making things, blunting one. them. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Blunting them for you. And then you're just blunting them <laughs> <laughs> you know, so much so and sending them back again that he's just like he, he looks at you for like he just has no idea what to do with this and then what he likes to do with it is give a sort of Twitter painted laugh and he ha <laughs> most amusing. And he's thinking this elf has the subtlety of a dwarf. <laughs> yeah, I five. Do that. Sorry, that's okay. I got excited. I can see why. <laughs> I've uh, for myself, of course, I have no great ascent, I have no great pretensions to the headmaster's seat, mm-hmm. and I wish dear Ted, dear, the dear headmaster Torgamore or nearly lost a great many years yet, despite his ill health. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've seen the kind. No, no, the way he says it. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. like, let's just accelerate that. <laughs> Well, he doesn't need... Now he's got the skinnership, ship, he doesn't need to sleep the headmastership. So... Are we to make the acquaintance of this uh, revered figure? If you... If you are intending to put your hat into the ring of the Academy, certainly I understand that you're something of a wizard. And I would be... The Academy would always welcome more talent to it. You may well be a few years at this point beyond signing up as a student. If you wish to attempt a professorship, I'm sure the headmaster would be interested to have such a talented person on staff. I'm merely interested in perusing a library and some such. I have concerns of great moment to be getting on with, as I'm sure uh, you do as well. Quite. Well then, and young Jacqueline, will you be entering the Breaching Festival this year? I had heard a rumour. I've always wanted to do it, but um, I didn't figure I stood much chance before, but with the others, I, I think I, I think I can pull it off this year. Certainly hoping to, anyway. 
It'll be, um, I only watched, watched as a spectator the last few years, so I'm really looking forward to actually giving it a go. You'll understand if there are a few areas that are off limits at present, they're constructing some parts of the Breaching Festival, but I can certainly take you and immediately show you the Hall of Wards, our abjuration school, the end goal for the Breaching Festival, as it were. Sounds awesome. I think you'll find it particularly interesting, Elliot. Lead on then, sir. Um, He takes you in, um, and so he takes you into the Hall of Abjuration, which both of you are talented enough and wouldn't have to be all that talented to feel there's just magic crackling in the air in here. It's not so much that it's bristling with active defences as just spells after spells after spells after spells after spells have been done here for years and years and years. Stain the walls. It takes you into it. It says, here we have, among other things, here we have the Hall of Victors and shows you a string of pictures um, of people up on the walls with long gaps between the years. Uh, those who return successfully from the Breaching Festival and those who presumed success. And there's several people up, there's several things up there with just question marks on them. <laughs> like people that didn't come back, <laughs> but maybe. Ah, it is a blood sport. <laughs> Not intentionally. It does happen that way. Not every place is perfectly safe. And certainly if you're going to try and unlock a mag- enter a magical wizard contest, sometimes these things have risks. Hmm. I have viewed similar tournaments in Belton. Fascinating. I understand the mighty empire of Cheliax has a few such tournaments as well. Mm. We have sent our students in to enter them. Perhaps you'd be interested in seeing the trophy case. There's a lovely statue with it takes you over there and shows you what's there is there is a big like glass, solid glass and wood trophy case with mm-hmm. three or four dozen trophies in it and that is sitting in front of, behind it there is a big statue of a golden dragoness um, uh, I'm going to show this to you so you've got the cabinet blocking the thing and the statue behind it sort of leaning over it, claws up looking graspingly down at this. And... Ah, well, the name is blocked off behind the cabinet, but this lovely piece was found in the, found in the city upon its founding, I understand. Golden, majestic, wouldn't you say? I, he sort of takes it and blinks. That's mine. <laughs> uh, how can that be? Well, he knows I... Yes, yes. But he, he puts on a very surprised answer. <laughs> yes. How can that be? I... I, I commissioned that, that statuette. A, a, a dwarf. Uh, um, he takes off his glasses. The prey, 
does not consult his notes because he already knows this, but the GM consults his notes. He <laughs> looks slightly pale. <clears throat> My understanding is it was found concealed in the caves upon Jigari Island. Jigari? Ah, a small island off the coast of Corvosa. You can see it very clearly. No more, no more than half an hour's boat ride away. Oh, it must have been removed after your disappearance and brought here. It's a shame the name has been scratched off in the intervening. Although, I suppose if one researched it, one could find out all kinds of interesting things. Are you sure you wouldn't be interested in considering a professorship here, Alagos? After all, knowledge can be such a useful thing to have. Dangerous, but useful. Alagos has plenty of knowledge already. Yes, he does. Some might even say too much knowledge of the past. But how can one really have such a thing? It's just a question of how one uses it. Uh, it's a very interesting dragon statue, and um, Jack will at this point interpose herself yeah. between Elagos and Tanith. But why don't we move on and take a look at the library? Yeah, and Tanith has, has really stopped being polite here, like his tone. He's still got the vague smile fixed on his face, but the tone has gotten... As far towards threatening as Tanith ever gets, which is yeah. not all that much, but... Yeah. Yeah, he's not Octavia. Not many people are like Octavia. I... am what I am. I've not pretended to be otherwise. He ponders this. Some may dispute that, but... Some of us are more than we may appear, perhaps. But old details, and largely uninteresting ones, best forgotten. Some of us delight in obfuscation and manipulation. Of course. Are not, is not this line of questioning a tad hypocritical then, sir? I have no desire to offend you again, Elgos, for I can see that my manner does so. I merely wish to make plain where we both sit. Jack sort of said they're going. Well, there's something going by here. Yeah. Have we maybe seen enough? This doesn't seem to be going anywhere good. That's so. If thou wouldst pick a fight, sir, on come. On contrary. 
I would vastly prefer not. much for showing us around, and Tanif, it was very enlightening, but I think we might be heading away. But of course, wouldn't want to give you too much of an advantage in breaching festival after all. Mm. Uh, it's only fair that I have the same advantage as everybody else. Thank you very much for showing us around. I look at the statue again. If you wish to reclaim it, I'm certain the headmaster would be uh, open for sale. He always is. <laughs> and Tanith gives you like a, oh, finally, someone that's operating on the right level <laughs> nods, you understand. <laughs> Smiles broadly, bows and departs. Excellent. How is it that that man reduces every atom Existence to its most venal and underhanded. <laughs> well, seeing we're here. Mm. Oh, uh, my apologies, dear girl. It's all right. I was just wondering if you wanted to come and meet my ma- meet my master. Oh, oh, oh. You don't have to if you don't want to, though. We can just go home. She was my master. The dragon? Wow. I miss her. Mm. Wow. That must have been amazing. As thou sayest, but uh, and let us let us go and on and on. Lead you away from the dragon statue, and we'll find a quiet co- corner of the library and just sit down for twenty minutes or so. Yeah. What was your name? Thou hast heard me speak. Of uh, Sigalda the Fair and Golden. She was a dragon? Yay. Wow. I've never met a dragon. Not like a real, a cool dragon. There's one. Beneath the palace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'll meet her. He's not cool. Isn't he like a black dragon? Cantankerous and mean spirited. Yeah. No, I, I mean one of the shiny ones. <laughs> and by shiny, I absolutely yeah, well, mean the firefly kind of shiny. <laughs> I'd like to hear more about her sometime, but maybe not today. You're already feeling sad. Uh, I, I feel <clears throat> sure the price of that statue is beyond my current means. I don't actually think it is. But um, 
we can um we can but maybe don't talk to talk more about it right now wait till you're feeling a bit better but we have quite a bit of money is the thing and Sorgamore's very open to money he, he likes money a lot so. his cast in pure gold yeah so it probably is expensive we can get you a price and find out how much it is thanks about it would be wrong of me to ask thee to purloin it from the stand of iniquity. <laughs> yeah, I'm sort of not supposed to do... I'm trying not to do that kind of stuff anymore. Shrink item. Shrink item. <laughs> Lucy, on the other hand... <laughs> against my principles, he tries to look. <laughs> yes, I'm... Like, mm. it, it actually turns out a surprising number of people once they know someone who steals stuff wants stuff I've <laughs> actually stolen just as much stuff uh, working uh, with these guys as I ever did <laughs> it's a lot more expensive now <laughs> I would not put thine soul in peril for my sake <clears throat> I'll tr- I'd be happy to negotiate with Torgamore for or you and see if we'll, see how good a price we can get but let's give it a bit of time to make it clear that you don't really want it hmm. and um, there's no sense in letting them know how much you yeah, want yeah, it you've, you've, I, I was about to say Jack would know just immediately like talking about the price would depend on how badly he thought you wanted it like oh you really really want oh that's a very expensive piece ancient you know beloved to my heart <laughs> Torgamore be he in uh, Tanith's mold actually I like Tanith a lot better yeah I think maybe you shouldn't come up and negotiate for the statue because I think it would be hard for you to pretend that you don't want it and um, I don't think you would like talking more very much but I think you'd like Master Dinwhistle ah mayhap we might need this Dinwhistle I would like to. All right. Are you okay to? Yes. Yep. Cool. So um, we will head round the back ways um, as we're going. Jack will introduce you to like her version of the academy, yeah. which seems to revolve around quite a few like back corridors and areas where you can climb up and get through here and stuff. She yeah. It's the two around ones that you'll fit through. Yeah. <laughs> but it turns out there's a lot of like. Sneaky little corridors and things Alagos out the back area. Has a running me. monologue about how you know this place ought to you know invite students on merit. And, you <laughs> yeah. know that he can't believe that you know there's lots of people like Jack who are overlooked yeah. because Chalaxians are assholes. Kind of. <laughs> Although I imagine you could point out a couple student, long term students, who could you know. I don't think Absolutely. you have long-term students in, a, in an academy with this kind of thing. <laughs> and also, you know, he doubts the processes of providing sufficient moral instruction to their charges. Yeah. But, yeah that, and that. Jack takes you past the Hall of Devil Summoning. <laughs> yeah, the, um, what, the, yeah. what the students get up to, the students and the professors get up to behind closed doors doesn't bear 
a lot of examining, but they're not all like that is the thing. <laughs> These doors must be cast open. <laughs> it's this necromancy. What a what the door. <laughs> Down the back area of the illusion <laughs> of the um, illusion lecture hall, yeah. is um, Master Dinwhistle's quiet, dusty little office. Yep. <laughs> yep. So basically, um, what he is sitting in is clearly a little better than like a, a basic barrack student room, but not substantively. So yeah. he's in his he's in his little office that's big enough to have a desk in it, big enough to have a chair in it. Yeah. He's got a blackboard, he's got a small bookshelf worth of things. Um, and when you come in, he appears to be playing some variant on, on chess with himself. Mm-hmm. You've got black pieces and white pieces on the board. Um, black thoroughly winning at this point. And he looks up, looks at the two of you, he is uh, Master Dinwhistle is dressed in very dark purpley wizardy robes. He has a gnome, yeah. and he has those little pinchnears glasses. Yes, on the edge of his nose. yes, buddy. Transparency. <laughs> 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 um, well, that's why I wanted to introduce <laughs> And he looks up at you as you come in, sort of gives you a vague smile. Looks at Jack. Looks looks at Jack. Um, in fact. Looks at Alagos in his fine, you know, robes and things. My robes are not fine. They're basic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you you look fairly old and scholarly. Yes, it's, yes it's, I do. It's not a perception about you, it's yeah. a perception about Jack here. Yeah, he looks up, give, starts to give you a smile, looks at Alagos, and the smile sort of drops away. Um, and he says, he says, oh, uh, one moment. Flick, flickers his fingers slightly. And one of the black pieces moves up towards the white one, and then battle chesses it, <laughs> and pulls out a sword and stabs the other one. Still not quite a good enough death. Anyway, dismisses the illusion entirely. I'll work on that. I'll work on that a little later. Uh, yes, miss. Have you bought me a visiting scholar? Good morrow, sir. Uh... Master Dinwhistle, this is my friend Alagos. Ah! Good to see you again, <laughs> He says and just completely drops his attitude of, yeah. I don't know who you are, strange peasant. And um, Jack will escort us both into the room and shut the door firmly behind him. Alagos, At which point she pulls up a chair. away from the chair, comes around. My name is Master Dimon Dinwhistle. Dimon will be fine, which is up to you. A pleasure, sir. I have heard... Goodly things of your countenance and conduct. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> works through that. <laughs> You're from very far away, aren't you? <laughs> uh, he's from a long time ago. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are we telling? Okay, yes, we are. No, no, Duan just looks at this and is like, ah, okay. Yeah, dude, like, it's still. Yeah. <laughs> he's an old. You see how he's probably from... Like, everyone just takes this kind of, like, you're a really old, like, rustic elf. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you know. Cool. Some of them care more, some of them care less. This is, what, this is what Tanith will become eventually, we hope. Dead Whistle clearly doesn't care all that much. He just sort of takes his... Oh, yeah, okay, I can yeah. put that in my world view. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's it, man. Looks you up and down. So what brings you to the Academy, Uh, To find Jack's company. uh, Was invited by uh, Master Tanith Mandravius. He gives Jack this 
slightly sideways look and as a friend of uh, no um, Tanith wants to know some of the stuff that Elagos knows and uh, he was trying to ingratiate himself um, with Elagos but he didn't do a very good job uh, and, then they were fi- and then they were fighting so um, we thought we'd better go <laughs> I pray thou thou dost not fall prey to the uh, accidents that occur in this strange and uh, immoral establishment <laughs> Oh, no, that kind of thing only happens when the headmastership is up for grabs. Ah. And in any event, as you can... I understand uh, he's not well. <laughs> I hadn't heard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I take these but, things seriously. <laughs> uh, I'll keep my ears up. <laughs> but you can... Uh, it, may, it may not be apparent to you as a newcomer, but this rather indicates that I'm no threat to anyone. <laughs> The Hall of Tenure, you have perhaps already seen if you visited uh, Professor Mandravius. Tis a mighty hoard of jewels, art, and books indeed. It is rather amazing how much of our tuition fees end up serving our own magnificence. The carpets are as deep as their iniquities. (laughs) 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 I think I rather like (laughs) it. I suppose you're seeking out your own dusty back office in the end of somewhere. Are you you a wizard, sir? uh, Yay. Uh, I have secured employment uh, and taken vows to the Jigari Library. Jigari University. Yeah. Oh, you, you work for Mrs. McCready. Oh, <laughs> no, there's, there's no professor. That's a very important task that no professorship should interfere with. As long as you have the courage for it. <laughs> he understands. I do. <laughs> for myself, I like safety. <laughs> safety is great. I still... I may have a small office, but I still have all of my fingers. <laughs> I like my fingers. They're very practical and useful. I enjoy safety, but the Lady of Graves doth not often put it in my path. Ah, a fatalist. You may fit in well with the librarians. I understand that some of them retire to spend more time with their remaining limbs, but others simply continue on until the end. <laughs> It is a noble quest. If you're a spellcaster, tell me, what think you, per se, of the School of Illusion? Uh, I have observed thine own teaching work marvellously well as a student. <laughs> and I'll describe the yeah. illusion. It was a griffin? What was it? I'll describe the massive illusionary griffin that the assassins were continuously stabbing and the um, uh, giant uh, praying mantises. Yeah. <laughs> and by using it on a battlefield where they've already summoned enemy manti, you add to the verisimilitude of the illusion. Well done, Jack. <laughs> So um, I, I'm getting to be able to summon bigger things now, and um, it's it's very exciting. It was pretty scary when we had um, we had a lot of assassins coming after us. So um, Elagos turned into a wyvern and beat up the go- and beat up the stone gargoyles. <laughs> it, 
<laughs> an impressive <He> illusion. <laughs> Polymorph, sir. Ah. Well, he's not impressive an, nonetheless. He's not an illusionist, but I have learned a lot from him, and I've learned a lot from you too. I owe you a lot, Master Zimmerson. I really appreciate what you've done for me. In a right-thinking world, Jack, you'd have been given a scholarship of some sort here. Indeed so! (laughs) Given that we have had students the likes of Mordell Mandravius. (laughs) If he learned anything here other than how to cast some base clips of the most rudimentary illusions in magic imaginable, I'd be surprised. And yet he was a student here for three and a half years. (laughs) Oh, man! There are a certain amount of uh, grading and scholarship and skill demonstrations required to keep one's position at the academy and demonstrate one desires to continue to learn. Yet there are ways of going around such things if one's purse is excessively heavy. Paying tribute to the uh, professors. My dad must have well, made so much money. He says, and sort of looks at his sheet. Not all the professors. <laughs> to the horde of tenure. The horde of tenure? I'd rather like <laughs> I, think I'll, I think I'll borrow that. <laughs> Eligor seed most of this stuff to Tanner. <laughs> I am a plain speaking fellow who, likes to, who clearly likes to live dangerously. <laughs> I, I commend you for your courage, sir. I knew his grandsires. <laughs> to me, he is but an obstreperous lad, much like his son. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> He's having a great day. He said to me, Tanith is but an obstreperous lad, much like his son. What's obstreperous? <laughs> um, how do I translate that? Stubborn and wayward? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stubborn and wayward. sort of puts his face in his elbow and sort of goes, then <laughs> 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 comes up about half a minute like, <clears throat> Excuse me, <laughs> spring cough. <laughs> I imagine young Mandravius was popular with the youth uh, apprentices studying. Uh, particularly the ladies. Mm. I can't say I ever saw a lot of young Mandravius. He wasn't a regular at class. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, that was the <laughs> He must have come to... Uh, glamour his locks, surely. <laughs> he sort of thinks, but it's been a few... I believe that was the one part that I managed to catch his appeal with, but the idea of simply... And he flickers his fingers, and this sort of miniature Mordell appears on the table <laughs> with a gigantic peacock tail, <laughs> and it swans around and sort of... <laughs> <laughs> and, but he could, he could never see the use all the humour in an external projection. <laughs> Mordell at the table sort of flicks his hair. <laughs> swans to the edge of illusory Mordell, swans to the edge of the table, smiles at everyone, then swan dives off it and goes splat into the floor and disappears. Ah, poor Mordell. He hath a good heart. Unlike his parents. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> so I should not laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was awfully funny. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> the, new, the new Mordell also doesn't attend many classes here. Oh, Griff? Yes. The new the <laughs> have I met Griff? I don't think I have. No. No, 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 no. no I don't think. Because uh, since we've been back in the city, um, uh, Garen's um, been to see him with the rest of us out. Uh, yeah. And we thought he was a blacksmith's apprentice. Have I logged? I. Uh, yeah, he um, he used to be Garen's apprentice, but then he nearly got Garen killed and then ran away. And um, then he um, and then Tanith adopted him because you know he didn't have Mordell anymore. Enjoys fashioning and young yeah. half elves in his image, does he? <laughs> well, um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, really does. <laughs> Griff doesn't. Um, Griff doesn't have a lot of money, and he's always wanted to be a big success. Overnight and, um, success, based on his manual. He he wants to be good with women, and you know Tanith gets a lot of female attention, and Griff has sh- a long way to go. <laughs> I shall pray for his soul. I understand that he's some uh, second cousin, twice removed of Tanith's. Uh, it's an elf thing. <laughs> I'm afraid I didn't follow it. <laughs> Some family, in any case. We're not but, all related. <laughs> <laughs> but Arius said he helped out to in the tunnels, so that was that was good. It was more use than I knew Griff could be to anyone. Does he know about that? Um, he doesn't. No, I didn't. I didn't go into very much details. Okay. Uh, but um, oh, Aries is one of is a street rat like me. She, <laughs> she's um one of my friends. They um she was helping out um, with uh, what happened with Cressidia. How interesting it is that the poorest and most wretched in the city have the greatest moral fibre. <laughs> you can't argue. You are terribly blind. <laughs> I don't think he should have a professorship here. No, in fact, I highly advocate against it. Your lifespan as librarian may be long. <laughs> but uh, apart from thine efforts, these apprentices are lacking sorely in moral instruction to guide their intellects. Well, that's really not what we're here for. We're here to teach them magic. And it's stringent disciplines to prevent accidents and chaos <laughs> accidentally turning people into chaos you should look up the imp riots in the history books I'm sure you would find it fascinating <laughs> yeah riots uh, it's you know ethics has not necessarily historically been the strongest part of the academy is history Senators in need of reform. Dyer in need of reform. I don't think the morality... I, I think the morality must always be secondary to the art magical in a university of magic. <sighs> but has not the uh, morals of the institution affected thine own situation in a somewhat adverse capacity? Who thinks about those sort of shrugs his shoulders I get to pass knowledge along to students 
sometimes there's a bright one who actually makes it all worth it. <laughs> I, I, can, I can't say it's a bad life. And I'll leave the moral instruction to the churches. <laughs> I uh, have the misfortune of uh, straddling both worlds. <laughs> Elgos is a cleric as well. A theurge? Oh, fascinating. I don't see too many of them. Like none. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> you know, when you put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I think at this point we um, get into an abstruse discussion of magical theory. Yeah, yeah. Maybe play a game with chess. And, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's play a game with chess. Illusory chess. chess. Yeah. Oh. And oh, somewhere in the. Uh, yeah. He had Some, such a great day, didn't he? <laughs> somewhere in the distance, Silver's like. Somebody's talking about my hair. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's making fun of your hair. Your hair senses tingling. Yeah, <laughs> if it's I ever the power you learn. Thank you, yeah. Meredith. That yeah. was awesome. <laughs> no, you, you you have you have awesome taste, professors. Yes. If, uh, I, if I ever do get to play my lesson with Monk, he's going to call all good dragons uh, the shiny ones. If I got if I got, if I got a job here, it would be like oh him. The hard ass. <laughs> Don't take his classes, you will fail. Well, actually, ironically, Tim, Timon Dinwussel is the hard ass because yeah. he grades on merit. Yeah. <laughs> and it makes him very unpopular. Yes, but, but he doesn't teach morality at all. No, but he grades like, on merit. That dude's got some chaos in his mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, Silver, you will get a letter um, from Tanner. Uh, Several hours to a day after this, I invited um, the asshole to a thing. <laughs> I'm nice. That basically, says you know, uh, my dear, uh, fairly openly, you know, my dear Silver. Um, I, yesterday, I invited Alagos to tour the academy with me, hoping to breach the wound that I had inadvertently dealt him. Mm. You know, mm. uh, alas, the man is extraordinarily rustic and blunt. <laughs> <laughs> It took but three minutes before the, through the door before he called me entirely dishonourable. <laughs> wow, that long. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's completely refused, true. Refused all, invi- refused all invitation to participate further in the academy, mm-hmm. and generally behaved in, 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 in a rude and boorish fashion. <laughs> and re- reads between the lines, Elagos was being Elagos and Tanis was being Tanis. <laughs> Unfortunately, despite my overtures and subtle efforts to communicate with him on a greater level, you know, we have been unable to bond. You know, my humblest apologies been able unable to breach this wound between us. <laughs> and given that he's writing it to Silver, he doesn't remotely write your loving father or anything like that, but mm. it's sort of implied in the, you know, with greatest of respect appropriate to our positions. Yeah. Seneschal Tanith Mandromius. Oh my god. It's like, I put my foot, I put my hand out and he bit it. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically oh, yeah. what you read. Until you, he led me over to the thing and just like, yeah, I've been like, like just engaging in a bit of casual blackmail. As a, as a, casual blackmail! This is the problem! Casual blackmail! No. As, 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 a, as an impartial observer, I have to point out that you started being rude a good ten minutes before he started being rude back. Yeah, well, also, he wasn't the first to lead off with the casual blackmail from his point of view. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was blackmailing him? 
Well, the last conversation we had with them was like, ah, I know about your past and, you know, where you come from. But I was just making... All your secret things. He's like, really? You should shut the fuck up. <laughs> I didn't know I was secret. <laughs> I didn't know I was secret. Oh, well, so you accidentally blackmailed me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you accidentally engaged in blackmail against the social listening. That's, that's excellent. I'm supposed to know secret. So it's like, this is my dad. Of He's course. a Mandramius. He's just, you know, like, Mandramius. Yeah, like, now, in, in all fairness, he did tell you that, um, uh, that... Octavia is not a true Mandravius and Tanith is. Yes. And you've got the context that Octavia is burning records around the city to prevent that giving out. Yeah. yeah, but I think Tanith just... Uh, Elegos just that doesn't make it that burning books does not make the situation better. I didn't burn any books. My wife did. <laughs> You're an accessory to the crime. Yeah. I think Tanith would be very, very happy if, if everyone knew that he was definitely a Mandravius. <laughs> I think they would not be something that he'd be upset about but at all. He certainly hasn't told anyone. Yeah. Ever. Well, under like, any they, 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 they would kind of ruin the relationship with Octavia. Yeah. I think it's does Octavia it not know? <laughs> no, she doesn't know. She does not. She's a she's a she's oh! a she's a Mandravius denier. That makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. She, like, I had no idea. The, the, the history is, is that she, she was a pirate family, and the pirates came, had lots and lots of money, yeah. came to Kilvosa, yeah. and pretended that they were the Mandravius. I, I just kind of assumed she knew she was bullshitting people, because she's No, evil. no, she oh, thinks gosh. she is. Yeah. Oh. I, I suspect that... Um, that went completely over my head. I suspect what probably no, results fine. from this is Alagos goes to... Silver and says, uh, I seem to be a bit lost here. What's happened? You fill him in on this. Yeah, and I was yeah. just like, oh. oh. I see why he's mad now. But he's still doing it. Karen, what are these imp rights? At, at which point, Elagos can pretty much put together what Tanith is um, saying. You know, when we have secrets in our past, you know, that we don't want revealed, maybe we should just shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Silver will give them between the lines of what Tanith was trying to say. The thing is, like, Elagos has secrets, but if someone gives him a direct answer, he'll answer honestly kind yeah. of thing, whereas Tanith's... Tanith's got too much James are what we have. <laughs> oh, Tanith yeah, Tan- Tan- doesn't know how to be honest. It's Tanith, are you on fire? Would you like to be put out? I seem to be in a bit of a hot situation, one might say. Man, at some point we need to have Tennant, Analogos, and Garen in a room together. In a zone of truth. <laughs> no, no, just have him explain something to the two of us. And it's like, okay, can you maybe, you know, make a two degrees more truthful? Maybe three? <laughs> <laughs> He's well, threatening us vaguely. Certain people might say that under the right conditions, you know, such a thing could be assessed in that fashion. Well, it's just like they underhandedly murder each other instead of honourably dueling. Like <laughs> normal people. But like only every 50 years or so. So it, it's fine. <laughs> Which is like, what, every year for an hour? Yeah, pretty much. Like, this is, so it's a common practice thing. It's every- practically a tradition. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to, you know, show you that the Academy isn't all bad. Master yes. Din Whistle, as it turns out, is what I got. <laughs> <laughs> Master Din Whistle seems cool. Yeah. Yeah. We need to get 
Excuse me, I am an excellent leader for the academy. Yeah, I'm a moral really giant. I, my I, morals are larger than anyone else's. I'm so glad we're gonna see. Oh, wait, that's my stomach. I, I, I'm so glad we're gonna see between between and Elegant. Admittedly, I don't use the term the word morals a lot. <laughs> Gets in the way of all the demon summoning. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And every day in Kobosa, I knew I learned something new and terrible. <laughs> well, uh, try living in this city for three generations. Then you know how bad it is. Yeah, I I think by virtue of the way you've. Come in, you. Oh no, you you haven't missed like all of the good higher ups and nobility. Yeah. Because uh, Kapara de Bear is not a noble, but she's certainly a woman yeah, of yeah. power. Um, like Marcus Endrin is a high noble who's you know like a really good person <laughs> and everything else, and, and is morally upstanding as you can possibly get. He's yeah. as lawful as all fuck. Yeah. yeah. He's law as law as law. <laughs> but it was definitely less pronounced when Iliosa was a bit less... You know, the thing is, the city's gone to rack and ruin since Iliosa became an evil despot as opposed to a good aligned queen. And yeah. Bryant. I, I, I don't think that Elagos would have done well with you. Like, well, you know, we need some illegal work done here. Let's go to Sabrina, the captain of the guard, and just ask her to break the law blatantly for us. Sabrina's like, sure, why not? We yeah. have really good reasons for work, though. Oh, and this, I, like, I have moral problems with this. Yeah, and Elagos has now gone through the thing everyone else has gone through, which is sooner or later everybody wants Jack to steal something. <laughs> it's mine! It's, I commissioned it! They have it! I purchased it! Them, those assholes! You fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> next downtime I'm totally going to try and negotiate it back for you. See, all of them. I'm leave enough time for Tanith to hopefully forget about it and not tell Torquemore. <laughs> I, I love how, how Tanith used it as a strong arm to get you to shut the hell up. I mean, you were just all like, no, actually, I just want this back. Shut the hell up. He's like, wait, I'm trying to tell you something here. Just, just the way you're reacting is reminding me of a uh, Batman comic where it's Vandal Savage in the Louvre talking to Batman about the fact that he paid, you know, to have the Mona Lisa commissioned. Yeah. And he had to bribe her to get her to smile because she hated his cut. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway. I, th- I think it's largely that um, Tanith is incapable of doing anything except, like, his, you know, subtle, bargy, bargy yeah. games. Yeah. And Elagos is incapable of engaging on that level at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, awesome. Tanith is used to dealing with people who are less subtle and manipulative, too. But he just does it, he just bounces off really badly. And, Fuck off! Give me the, give me the thing! Yeah, and Tanith. I am served with lines, I'm open the straight lines. Yes. And he's a less smart veterinary. Anyhow. Down. So, time in the city passes. Oh, um, do we level up at the end of the downtime or in the middle of the downtime? Uh, We're about to end the downtime. Okay, cool. No, I was just wondering whether or not we we wanted to end the, the, the downtime with the legend war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let us establish before we do because I did my um hello. Mm. Yeah, speaking of which, I need to pay for that. Let us establish how much um, 
where where we are now at date wise. So how long until the breaching festival happens on date? <laughs> <laughs> so Garen, how much time did you need for crafting? Did we agree on um, a month? What, did we agree on two weeks or a month? I can't. A month. Yeah. Because you wanted it, not the yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah, you've done several, several things in here. Yeah, so it was about a month after we got back. That's the breaching The only thing that hasn't been ticked off on my list is Silver gets abducted by Octavia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was kind of you taking the piss. So yeah. We hope. That's yeah. the start of book five. Yeah, and if it's not you taking the piss, it doesn't sound like a downtime thing. Do you hear that, Alagos? We get to raid the Devil Temple. Hey, Susan wants that hero point. She's happy to be taken Well, I'm out. glad I've got um, Death Ward on our house. Let's just say that. There I've got 81 hit points now. Yay. Do we want to go around and... Yeah, no, I'm not finished leveling anyway, so let's let Jared keep um, doing yeah. his stuff. Fair enough. Because I was doing roleplay. Fair enough. Um, Jared... Does this translate to you as 300 GP to, to do a legend lore? Uh, Looking at the bottom. Oh, right. Uh, wow, there's a material component to this? Yeah. That's what I, that's <laughs> I don't what I think I've ever made that. Wow. <laughs> really? Because you, you usually do this. I thought, I thought, you can feel free to ignore it. <laughs> I've got all my, leg- I've got all my um, legend laws at a super discount. <laughs> Yeah, you can feel free to not charge me for it. <laughs> no, so what it is is it's it's fifty dollars to start with to give you the magic rectangle. Yeah, um, and then it's two fifty per spell after that. Does that make sense? Okay, so oh, yeah. it's three hundred dollars, but I don't have to pay that first fifty dollars every time. Correct. And and that's what that's what it is. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. He's locked it in. Yeah. So right. so, okay. And uh, it's I just get so excited by making my um, mystical riddles for legend lore. Yeah. The thing is, you can, you can pass legend lore on us and get riddles on all of us. Yeah, yeah. You can spend forty do. minutes on. You spend forty minutes on <laughs> I, I, I and get could do, but That's three hundred GP on each one of you. Uh, and generally speaking. Um, I, I don't think I'd ever bothered to roll the how long it takes you on the dice thing because generally speaking, you've either got you've either got forty minutes or you've got a couple of days or you've got a couple of weeks or you don't. So is that two hundred and fifty GP, no matter how obscure it is? Yes. Okay. Um, so that's fifteen. Legend lore. Yes, like the what legend lore gives you is you get more obscure information when you know less about it. So I'm okay. trying to think of something that you know nothing much about. But, um, you know, if Silver asks, you know, cast legend lore on, tell me about, um, you know, and tell me about an important orc chieftain in Belzin, then you probably get something vague because you really have no idea who the fuck they are. Whereas, yeah. you know, tell me about Castle Vaughn, you'll get more because you have a pretty good idea who and what he is. <clears throat> that um, kind of thing. So, you guys, if I was to do a legend lore. Could I? Um, would it be best if I asked about the the, the items that Casavon took off himself in general, or specifically this one item? Because all the items would be similar. Well, among other things, um, you need to um, have the item in your possession, or the casting time is pretty long. Yeah. Okay. It's so I'll add your thing. It's actually amply within um, uh, downtime. Okay. I'd say just you know 
do it on your thing. Do it on your cape. Okay. Yeah. Could I do it on things generally? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Because um, it says I'm not allowed to eat or do anything until that's over. I'm pretty sure it's just something that's going on. Let's have a look. Did you want me to pull out the... No, no, he's doing it. Alright, so it takes you like 30 minutes if you have the thing in your hand. Mm. Um, average five days if you just know about it. And... Um, average about six weeks if you only vaguely know the thing exists in the first place. Okay. So, so that's when you start casting Tell Me Legend Lore on Atlantis. Okay. You know, you only have the vaguest idea the thing exists in mythology. So. And that's if it exists at all? Yeah. Um, okay. That would be for the one... So what it says is you cannot engage in other than routine activities. So you oh. eat, sleep, etc., etc. Yeah. Effectively, once you get to the point where you're with, like the GM is calling for dice rolls or other action to happen, or you're attacked by assassins or whatever, then your legend law ends and fails. Yeah. Okay. So I'd like to do a legend law on at least the cape, maybe even the the items in general. Um. So I, I don't know how I'd say this in character, but like at some point during dinner time when everybody is here, I don't know if that ever happens at the moment. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah, Jared's place. <laughs> well, our place now. Um, I think I might be able to find out a little bit more about these items that we're collecting. What? How? <laughs> I was thinking I put it on. <laughs> well, I had a I had a dream last night that I was talking to Shaylin herself, and she was telling me all these interesting things about different things around me. I I, I can't remember what she said, but I get the impression that if I asked her in the right way, I'd remember what she said to me. Ooh, the old story. Yes. Uh, go to then, young half elf. I was wondering whether or not I should I should have a look at this cloak, but I could I could potentially ask her about more than just the cloak. Well, I'll start off with the cloak because that's something you have on you every day. She, I do remember part of what she mentioned that I needed to have a specific incense because I was able to waken my memories of her so that I'd able to retain what she said. Well, what do you need? Well, I need this incense and this incense and this incense and I need to be able to make a triangle with this and this. They're not cheap items. I think I could get them reasonably cheap but it's going to cost a couple of hundred gold. I don't. If we, you're doing this to find out stuff about Carsevon, then we can u- use that out of our um, general funds that we save up for healing potions and stuff. Oh. I'd, I'd like to do it then with more than just the cape, though, and using the cape as a conduit. Yeah. Oh. It'll keep me occupied for a day, though. Yeah, I'm sure we'll manage. I won't be able to be interrupted. Yep. Yeah. So. If Octavia comes with me and then I'm, we'll lose the spell and save your life. <laughs> I shall sit with thee and join my prayers with thine own. That would be nice. 
I will guard the door while you have your vigil. cloak on his lap while he's doing it. Yep. Yep. The GM is plotting. Yeah. Because it involved me coming up with a Ryan couplet, so ah, okay. it's not um, swiftly done. Sitting and meditating is not hard. <laughs> We're thinking Shailen thoughts. <laughs> I assume that Silver doesn't have to be like asleep or meditating or anything. It could be like 
maybe he's singing to himself. Yeah, I can imagine singing would be definitely be a part of like yeah, softly singing, singing and softly and singing was As I was doing this while you were um, talking, I am in fact finished. Wow, hey. how can you write while somebody's talking? <laughs> Multitasking is kind of essential <laughs> for the whole GM bag. I know, I can't do it. I, also I for the bag. do that. Mm. Okay. GM skills. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to write down what he says? No, I'm getting my spellbook because I'm ah. leveling my character. Cool. Okay. I assume that you'll give me that piece of paper with the Yeah, yes, I will do. Cool. So, Thank you. Because, the, because of the way this works, um, you can presume that you are getting. Um, uh, informa- the information from Shailen that is most useful to you based on how much you already understand about the thing. So if you were yeah. just vaguely going, I've heard that there's a magic cloak of some kind, yeah. then you'd get something much vaguer, like, you know, shred- Shredwing lost in the dark alone, <coughs> yet it lives, blah, 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 etc., etc. Yeah. Um, as it is, Shailen is not going to tell you that this has that this is a part of Casavon because you already know that. Yeah. It's giving you completely redundant information. Yeah. Um, so this will probably give you information of some kind. It will certainly give you information of some I'm kind. I'm kind of imagining like Silver's kind of humming and singing and then he starts humming and singing like that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So do I need to sing these then? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. There can be no doubt. <laughs> So, Silver, you reach out for what Shailen told you that you did not know of Shredwing. And of course it comes in the form of rhyming cups, because how else would it come? Because <laughs> that's how the gods work. <laughs> With indulged fear, you let him inside. You need not fail, and with power forth stride. You will resist all things, except from within... A weakened will against his sin. Power as needed as situation demands. Wear Shredwing alone, or place yourself deeper into his hands. It is very cryptic. <laughs> I'll need to see it written down, I think. <laughs> Okay. Alagos writes it down what you're singing <laughs> and then passes it back to you. And um, you can request further translations from the GM, which I will give you um, some more on because it has to necessarily be kind of alleg- allegorical, but it's not meant to just be entirely um, a mystery to you. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, the Alagos allegorical. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I knew that that was what the dance was for. <laughs> Okay, so what we've got here is with indulged fear, you let him inside. You need not fail, fail or fall. You need not fail. You need not fail with power forth stride. Resist all things except from within. A weakened will against his sin. Power is needed as situation demands. Wear it alone or place yourself deeper in his hands. <clears throat> okay, so with indulged indulged fear you let him hmm? with indulged fear you let him inside. Basically, he he, he makes you fear things and you put him on because you're afraid. Indeed. Okay, you need not you need not fail, fa- fail with power for strife because he's going to give you power. Uh, resist all things except for with, from within. 
So it makes you stronger except against you, all you, enemies you know, except Carson You know it's a plus five cloak resistance. Yeah. So it will help you resist all manner of effects and difficulties. Yeah, except from within. So, um, okay. Um, it doesn't we can help you against Carson Vaughan yeah. trying to yeah, take you over. quite possibly. A weakened will against his sin. Yeah. So that's, that's exactly what we said. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, power is needed as situation demands, so the power will change as it's needed. Wear it alone or place yourself deeper in his hands. Do not use more than one artifact. Yeah. <laughs> Someone else has to pick up the next artifact. Yeah. Can't like be you or me. So, functionally, um, you as a player have a certain amount of control over whether you want that power or not. Mm-hmm. You get to say to the GM, you know, yes, in fact, I would like to be immune to fire for the duration of this encounter. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or, mm, no, I don't think so, as has thus happened thus far. That doesn't necessarily mean that will always be the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... You as a player have power to say to the GM, "No, I, I reject what the artifact is giving." Oh, me. okay. And sometimes you don't give me a, cha- a, a choice of it. Like if I put it on, you won't give me a choice sometimes, or no. Or um, sometimes, even if I don't wear it, you won't give me the choice. Um, what what Adam has is basically right. Um, the more of these you use, the more you open yourself to the GM saying, "Guess what happens." So, in theory, you can have, like, you you understand, like, Trebling will give you power. Yeah. Both in the form of it's a plus five cloak resistance, and you've already had the GM says, you think, you know, that you could have a free reroll on your diplomacy. You think you could wear this without using an item slot. You think yeah. this could happen. And what Adam's saying is, if you add, like, the horn on top of that, then you can have all the things the horn will give you as well. Yeah, Unfortunately, <laughs> there will be a price to be paid for that, oh and God. that price will probably be in the form of the GM says, by the way, this now happens to you. It's yeah. like the devil's simulator. You know, do I get to say no? Well, actually, no, because... You know, <laughs> or it would be, you know, roll a will save, but as you're holding both of these items and they both whisper at you at once, make it at a minus five. Yeah. No, your cloak of resistance doesn't apply oh. to this for some reason. Oh, yeah. that's why all these items absolutely cannot fall into Leos's hands. Yes, because yeah. if it's all four, that's congratulations, you are now cast the bond. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so when, yes, when the GM is not telling you that you can't have multiple of these awesome magical artifacts, merely that you shouldn't. Yeah. Okay, so I'll tell everyone what I've learned from Shaylin um, at the dinner table, where it's all yep. friendly and happy. Did she say anything about destroying them? No. Did you ask? <laughs> it's not. Yeah, but yeah, Nara wouldn't yeah, know that. Yeah. It's not really how it works. I, I present her with an issue and she gives me a cryptic answer. Love that. Yeah. Oh, well, the gods do it. Sure. The gods do what the gods do. Yeah. Mm, they're always so cryptic. Well, this one's poetic. Um, and I'll tell you flat We must tech. all give thanks to the Lady of Music and Love. Of course. Right. She has brought to light that me and that Garen and I can't have another one of these items. 
No. <clears throat> That's what she said. You can't fight off this <laughs> yeah. So do you want the Corvosa oh, stuff God, or do you said. want the house rules? I don't um, that house rules ones is the ones I was looking for because um, I want the the other the feats that aren't in the book. Oh, I forgot there are feats that aren't in the book. And um, I'm leveled except for picking my feet and deciding what spells I'm customarily taking rounds, so I'm happy to... And um, both Silver and Susan would be able to take this away fairly easily from the Legion War. Um, if you cast that on, like, the um, the Howling Horn, uh, you will probably... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was going to dig up, but it's yes. the house rolls. Yes, thank you, um, Susan. If you cast that on the Howling Horn, you will probably get a legend lore that is similar, mm-hmm. in that um, some aspects of it will probably remain the same. Bits of it will differ, in the mm-hmm. sense that you know the horn doesn't give you plus five resistance, it gives you something else instead. Yeah. Uh, and then you'll also get other things, um, based on the fact that you're now effectively assessing two of them together, and what does this mean, and that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, but that's also another, another yes. 250. Yes. I'll also explain this to the group. Yes, so what what I would tell you as the GM if you cast on the Howling Corners, first of all, you receive, you know, um, whatever the first thing was, indulge, fear, and blah, 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 and several of those lines are the same. Here's the stuff that's different. Yeah. But yes, the the powers it grants are entirely variable as you need them. Mm because you're obviously not going to be all that tempted by immunity to fire as you cross the frozen plains of the north. Yeah. Okay. What now, then? Well, should we talk about what we've done with our level? Yeah, let's yep. go around yeah. the table. Cool. Oh, did you want to have a look at the face? No, I already found mine. Okay, thank you. I, I just forgot there was a thing, but I really need the one I took, so... Okay, cool. Well, that's the easy way of doing it. Yeah. Do you want to start? Oh, okay. Um, sitting on one side of the table, we can start with Lucy instead of you. No, I'm fine. Um, so, Alagos is now a, a level 6 Mystic Theurge. Um, so go on top of his three levels of Cleric and his three levels of Wizard. Um... He now speaks all of the elemental languages. Nice. nice. And Which one did you just pick up? He picked up Terran and Orin to nice. go with his Ignan and Aquin. And also Undercommon, because he's been confused by um, the swe- swearing that often happens. <laughs> and How many points in linguistics did you just put in? Uh, three. Well, it's a language per point. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like... Are you max ranks on linguistics now? I've got 15 linguistics. Ah, yes, yeah. you are. You've now hit your max ranks. So yeah. You can't take multiple languages next level. You'll have to settle for one language. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was the main thing that went up. Um, he put a couple... Oh, and his knowledge religion went up to 15. Because I've been playing him like he has... High knowledge, so I thought I'd yep. put a few more points into that. Um, and he's taken um, issue materials as his feet, so I can cast terrify, cast arcane and um, 
uh, divine spells while polymorphed. Bloody <laughs> hell. <laughs> That's, I mean... That's a million Mario. Okay. Um, with the stat increase, is it one or is it two stats that get increased? Two. It's two oh, that go up. Oh, yeah. Mine one. went into wisdom and intelligence. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, it's not very exciting for you, though. No, it's... Yeah. And, and neither numbers. of those boosted it up. No. Right. You're right, so it's just odd numbers. Yep. Okay, well, Garin increased his strength and charisma. They're both odd numbers, so nothing exciting there. Uh, he's now up to 117 HP. Wow. Uh, none of his saves increased. Little tear. <laughs> his basic attack bonus increased by one. He got a few more ranks in Handle Animal, so he's up to nine now. And he gained two abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one was the um, one we talked on Discord. I'm just going to call it Celestial Paladin, because I can't remember what it was called. Sure, sure. Uh, that allows him to use his um, Paladin levels and his divine Smith levels together to figure out what his uh, celestial weapon and his lay on hands fit, works like. So you've become a vastly better healer. Yay! <laughs> Yay for healing. We like healing. Everyone likes healing. And he's gained a new ability from his prestige class called Armored Mind. When he fails a will save, he gets to try again the next round. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Just like very, very cool. useful because you know our party is still mad at Will except for Elgos. <laughs> well, no, no. Like yeah, actually, no, at the like, moment, at the moment, he's literally the only person who's mad at Will. will. Yeah, mm-hmm. not bad at. Yeah, he's yeah. literally the only one with a negative will at the moment. Yeah, you spellcasters with your fucking will saves. Yeah, we've all got reasonable will saves. Yeah. I have, I have a zero for wisdom. My modifier. Anyway, that and so. that's and that's Garen's level. That's Garen's level. Okay. So Jack picked up her sixth level of Arcane Trickster. Yay! Which is a very exciting level. Just kind of all kinds of ways. So to begin with, I put a point in Dexterity, bringing me up to 16 Dex. Oh, with nice. With gloves of Dex, that's an 18 Dex. Nice. nice. So all my Dex skills went up and my AC went up. And, oh yeah, my attack went up because I am I have Weapon Finesse. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Um, I also um, I also put my int up 117, so less exciting there. Um, then I got a point of base attack bonus, so my attack went up again, and I got a second attack. Yay. Then I got some fortitude and some reflex and some will. <laughs> I got some more hit points, um, and am now on 81 hit points. Nice. Um, I put a point in acrobatics and athletics and diplomacy and knowledge arcana and... Continued to max out my last me search and stealth, hmm. which are very high, especially last me. Thank you, Adam, for the magic um, <laughs> magic these tools. Um, then I took my special ability type thingies. Um, I picked up um, another dice of sneak attack. Nice five d six. Oh, yeah. You don't want to be sneak attacked by me. Yeah. Um, and I took the feat luck of the chosen. Oh, nice. What does that do? Um, when I spend a hero point, it is my attribute, even if it isn't. Ooh. Oh, that's cool. I think it's a nice fit with Jack's um, story. Um, and I've never taken it before. I want to try it out. 
Um, as a wizard, I automatically get two free spells when I level. Um, I already bought Persistent Image for my spellbook, even though I couldn't cast fifth level spells. I can now cast fifth level spells, so I'm going to prepare Persistent yeah, Image. Yeah, fifth level spells club. Fifth level spells club. <laughs> and um, I took Seeming and Teleport as my um, two additional spells in my spellbook. I was going to cast Tone of Cult, but I'm just going to copy it out of Alagilta's spellbook when I get the chance. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> All right, and that was Jack. It's a super exciting level. Next level will probably be really dull. <laughs> yeah, this is a pretty exciting level for everyone, I think. Um, so, Silver is now 11th level Bard. Um, first level Fighter, obviously. Still got a little bit of Fighter in me. Um, for my attribute points, I went up one in Charisma to an 18 Charisma. Oh, so wow, I have an nice. extra Charisma now. Um, and I put the other one up in my Dex. So my Dex is now 13. Um, I didn't get any saving throws this level, but I did get a base attack bonus. My base attack bonus is now 9 um, plus 9 plus 4. So all my base attacks have gone up. Um, my feet I got, I got Thunder and Fang, because that was the, the natural progression that my character was going towards. And my character needs AC. So <laughs> now you have a shield. Hey, now I have a shield. I can use my claw alongside my totem spear, and I can use my totem spear single-handedly now. Yes. My claw, um, the Moonwalker. So that's now part of my armada. I AC resistant to amazing levels now. Ah, uh, yeah, twenty-five. Nice. Yeah, I've got decent AC now. So um, remember, you have to actually draw the shield as an action when you start fights. You don't start with that out automatically? No, no. It's, it's, it's not something I carry normally. Yeah, um, but it's like the walking, your walking around dungeon thing is just yeah, kind yeah. of, we presume everyone's ready to go. Yeah. Um, so I've learned, um, I've got fourth level spells now, uh, and I learnt Rainbow Pattern, because of course he learnt Rainbow Pattern. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Cure Critical, which means I can do 4d8 plus 12 healing da- healing. Not healing damage. <laughs> Unless undead. it's just undead, yeah. Um, and I also got Legend Law, which I just displayed just now. Nice. Um, my Thunder Calling is now 5D D8. So my Thunder Calling is amazing. Um, and for skills, I put my Athletics up one, my Bluff up one, Intimidate up one, <clears throat> my Performance up one, my Sense Motive up one, and my Streetwise up two. So my Streetwise is now 15, my Performance is now 18, my Intimidate's 25, my Bluff is 22, Athletics is now 13, which matches my Acrobatics. Uh, Do I say Intimidate? My Intimidate's 25, just in case you forgot. (laughs) So yeah, um, Silver had a good level. Um, Yeah. I'm just waiting to see what the spell that oh affected spells. Yeah, should I spell. start with that? I'm excited. I picked chain lightning because I. Oh, 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 yes. so Lucy. That's I love Lucy. So now I know. Lucy's um, officially Sith Lord. Sailing me now. Spell target silver. And and with that actually, I decided to swap out the third level spell haste with lightning bolt. 
Yeah, Marcus. Oh, that's right. We can do that now, can't we? Well, Bard can as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it has yeah. to be um, two levels lower than um, your highest level. Okay, I've got to one of those. I'm going to get rid of. Lucy's getting lightened up. Nice. Great. That's so cool. Um, I'm so We've jealous. talked about you giving in to your hatred, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you need yes. to do it more often. Yeah. I, I, I decided to omnish it yeah. afterwards. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. You, you, cannot, give it wow. you cannot pour two things in. Wow, the van can pop Wow, well, that is a long-range spell that hits a lot of people. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm Sabrina Merritt. I'm a master of subtle manipulation. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm about. So, Shut up, um, dragon. Yeah, so the, the saving food went up, and our tech bonus went up. Um... And ability score, I just put one more on charisma, so now it's currently sitting 21. <laughs> She's prettier than silver. Because I'm wearing a thing or charisma. You need to put that in the next column over or something, that it's a temporary is? modifier. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it shouldn't, it shouldn't be in that one. one. Yeah. So it or if you're not wearing it for some reason. Mm. So you're, you're a 19 it's charisma. Yeah, okay, because you're only one higher than me. <laughs> Okay, well, hey, yeah. Lucy, there you go. You're not that what, much did you, what did you put in your uh, your other attribute pointer? Um, I haven't really decided. I was gonna either put it on con or dex. What do you think? <laughs> They're think both pretty useful. Yeah. yeah, They're both fourteen. Would you like have more like to have more AC or more hit points when you hit sixty? I think AC would do. I good. think You've AC got sixteen would be AC. Well. Yeah. I, I, Chop one on the X. Yeah, put on the X. It's always good to have more. Yeah. It also amazing. works with you being like quick rather than buff. Yeah. Yeah. It also um, puts a lot of skills. My job on my AC is now 20. Yeah. So um, my hit point is 55. Yeah. yeah. Is it half of cards? Nope. It's less. Less than half. <laughs> wow. I've got 30 Alagos. hit points on you. <laughs> Alagos is one point higher than my midpoint, so. Yeah. Wow. I've got 117 HP, yeah, no, and I've got... 56, man! Where's it Oh, yeah. And See, the I'm the toughest podcast, because I have okay, glorious... So yeah. I have a glorious gnome constitution. I think that, I oh, yeah, the skill yeah. points. I put them... I chopped that that on includes... The diplomacy and... <laughs> magic, use magic device. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> diplomacy and use magic device. These yeah. are the important things for Lucy. So what uh, yeah. did you take? Um, the, oh yeah, I forgot the piece. So, oh no, it's so intimidates did, now twenty. I did take a greater yeah, spell yeah, penetration. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you you're channel so lightning the shit out of things. Oh, yeah, yes. you, you are such the spell resistance feeder. <laughs> yeah. She's ignoring oh. spell resistance. Me, I'm just matter. like, oh, okay, spells don't work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could have taken the um, precise hunter and been able to sneak attack constructs, but yeah, I can now. Empower my celestial weapon to have the speed enhancements now. <laughs> Four hits it around. Yes. All right. Wow. We, we have made it through Delphine. Yes. 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 How many sessions that took? <laughs> yeah. do, do you feel, Alagos, that you've had your chance to like see the city and yak to people? Yes, I do actually. Yeah. I do. That's good. You won't get any more of it. Because <laughs> now we're totally done yakking. <laughs> yeah, but now there'll be no more talking. <laughs> no, well, GM yeah. has a lot to talk. It's just nothing but a gigantic dungeon from start to finish. <laughs> Aren't we getting like harrow readings and stuff? Is yeah. that like lots of <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, so the point is it's the GM talking yeah, instead of us just talking to each other. No, no, actually, Mira's quite right. I'm, I'm endeavouring to claim that from now on it's nothing but combat from start to <laughs> Just a straight dungeon crawl, room fight, room fight, room fight. Alright, I am rubbing off Leonin's secure oh, shelter. Yeah. No longer will I waste one of my fourth level spells providing accommodation for people. <laughs> <laughs> Then I'm going to prepare a loosering wall because I know it has to come in handy. Back in the city. Um, incidentally, I've swapped out a spell that I didn't mention before. I've gotten rid of Alter Self because Alter Self doesn't really kind of make sense for my character, and I've changed that to Cure Moderate. Yeah. So I have all of the Cure spells at the moment. Yay. So I'm, I'm a healing bird. I'm a healing yeah. bird. I'll just, yeah, I, I, I can see that it doesn't make sense because Silver loves how he looks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Elsa, my Elsa perfection. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you still color your hair? Yeah, I can be a rainbow dragon, but like you know, it's, it's, it's only a, it's only a humanoid. Like, what what kind of variation can we get? Like you might as well stay with what's right, what's <laughs> perfection. Hey. You can see like the ten resemblance. <laughs> I'm glad to know that there's now one more sane person in this party, Alagos. <laughs> you say that Jack's not sane? Hell no. <laughs> Notice he ignores Lucy from that equation. For, my <laughs> for myself, <laughs> I'm glad to know that there'll be one more sane person in the city. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you haven't had a very good introduction to the city, have you? <laughs> he started with preconceptions. And it got worse. It was founded by Chalaxians. <laughs> I'm sorry. The great and mighty Chalaxian Empire. Yeah, there's no... You're still back in the days of the Teldane Empire. Yeah. Update, old man. When they were like those Tim Pot devil worshippers. Yeah, the devil worshippers much more widespread now. Yeah. <laughs> So, one thing that went by in passing that I saw is Jack. Uh, you can give me a knowledge religion check for something that went by in the background. Ooh. Okay. Uh, Elagos was standing there but completely lacks context, so he wouldn't get this anyway. Yeah. Alright, well, my knowledge religion is well known for being awesome. So That's a seven. Continue with your life. <laughs> That's right. If, if, he gets, if, if she gets to look it up, she, she can use my book. <laughs> Well, that would make it a 9, but I still don't think that's going to cut. <laughs> Is that before the level up or after? Well, it certainly makes no difference, because she probably didn't put a lot of points. I, knowledge my knowledge of religion is untrained. <laughs> yes, a small detail goes past in the background. Yep. Mm-hmm. I miss it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Generally speaking, at this point, the next thing up is the um, Herald readings. Yep. Um, but we're quite certainly not going to have enough time to do everyone's Herald readings tonight. No, no, that's probably a start of a session thing rather than the end of a session thing. Um, but effectively, at this point, um, you've reached that uh, obviously announced time in advance um, of when the Breaching Festival will be. Yeah. As it is, of course, now uh, Erodus 4721. 
And in the meantime, in your downtime, you have had the Founding Festival, which is a great time for everyone except Alagos, who will disapprove firmly of it. <laughs> well, Silver probably doesn't like it that much either. Okay. Well, isn't that the one where the Shantae will sit around looking sad? No, that's, um, that's been gone. Where you are. That's the Day of Destiny. Oh, okay, sorry. Okay, my apologies. So, the Founding Festival. Uh, did I give you the things on ah, down here on the table so in mid-Eristus there is the founding festival where there are wild parties and festivities. This is the anniversary when the city was founded. The other one's the anniversary of the day the charter was signed. Ah, yeah. When the Shawanta, when the Corvosans consider the great enterprise got started in the Shawanta LA. That's when those fuckers started coming overseas. Yeah. Um, so there is heavy amounts of alcohol, fireworks, and extravagant displays of magical prowess. Yay! Master Dinwhistle will be outcasting large illusory fireworks and things yeah. like that. Uh, Silver's probably going to play some music. Lighting up the city into the wheels. I would think Silver would approve of this one. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's a big, dr- it's a big, glorious, drunken party. It's New Year's yeah. Day, and Elagos can mutter about you know wasted magical power and frivolous mm. alcohol <laughs> inducing. Them. Induction. He's he's not like a total killjoy. It's more about people <laughs> doing evil shit that he has a problem with. There we are. I'll take you out to a nice fireworks display. <coughs> this is this is kind of debauched. Yeah. It, it's basically New Year's Eve. Yeah. So you have a lot of drunken fuckwits yeah. firing, shooting off fireworks. You know. Also, Garen and Rosalie. <laughs> I'm fa- I'm familiar with drunken. There were drunken fuckwits in my day too. The old blood. Drunken fuckwits. I'm gonna summon as Garrett and Rosalie set up a store. Ten gold, see if you can outdrink us. <laughs> and you have one million gold. <laughs> uh, that's what we have Brooks for to carry your guys <laughs> yeah. So, um. Silver and Nakoda get to party. Doubtlessly at Lots some point, um, as you head towards the Breaching Festival, Jack will feel Zalara reaching for you as the waves of destiny around you are twisted once again. Um, but we probably don't want to do that tonight. No. Uh, what I could do is give people an info dump on the Breaching Festival if you want yeah. to. Yeah, that sounds useful because Jack is going to want to be doing a bunch of research about that. Because, yeah, um, same. Frankly, um, you know, she was just being polite when she told Penneth she didn't want an unfair advantage. She actually wants all the unfair advantage she <laughs> yeah. can get. Because she is chaotic. And not not good. Well, also because like it's not like it's not like um, we're trying to um, win this for the pure joy of being better thieves than everyone else. We're yeah. trying to win this to save the city. Yeah, we're not even actually competing in the same contest as everyone else because we're not trying to get to the same place. True. Gary will be doing. We're not even cheating. Gary will be doing research on previous um, festivals to see if he can spot some patterns. Yeah, sure. you can give me that knowledge religion check thing. Oh God! Knowledge <laughs> <laughs> religion, Mister Religious. I have a rank in it. You yeah, I'm using my library. If anybody wants to tell me about this. Oh yes, I'm correct, Matt. 
Alagos, do you have obscure books about the city history? Yes, I've been in the city a month, and I'm required. <laughs> I'm more thinking of these religious texts. Ah, yes, true. Yes, certainly it, it, our religious library has gone up substantively since we moved Alagos in. Okay. So... Oh yes, and because we've leveled, we all get our hero point supply goes back up. Yeah, yes, we can do that next week, though. Yeah, uh, and indeed, That's true. Um, people also need to pay money or oh. gain money accordingly because time is passing. We should probably do that. Yep. Uh, okay. So, I'm tempted to burn a point just so I can throw in a d6 into that. At this point, um, you've effectively hit the start of uh, Aridus, so two months have basically gone by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in terms of what, what you're paying for. Yep. Um, so, tiddly tiddly tea, um, people gain or lose two months worth of stuff, remembering that you're on an additional plus ten money for um, Queen Eliosa's yep. extraordinary so for the religion check you've got a 17 yep yes do I need to make it any higher is the question Uh, that's pretty decent that will give you something that you will need to um, figure out further with intelligence checks or your own player capacities so why don't you just take that I'll take take that yeah okay so uh, the Breaching Festival, what everybody uh, openly probably already knows or can easily assess, none of this is secret information. Uh, it usually takes place a little earlier in the year, but owing to sort of the various riots, assassination attempts, security issues, It's et cetera, been a busy cetera, year. It has been a busy year. And in the game as well. Um, yeah. This is effectively kind of the city equivalent of the Magical Olympic Games. Yeah. Um, I'm super excited, not just the character, how character as well. Its main purpose politically and publicly is to demonstrate how grandiose the Academy of High Wizardry and Ergo Corvosa is. People yeah. come from outside the city, a large number of them you would expect, um, you know, you're, go- you're probably going to get at least a couple of thousand visitors into the city for this. Um, some of whom are here to take part, some of whom are here to see it, some of whom are here to sell t-shirts. Etc. 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 Unless we don't have a play. Uh, yes, indeed. That that would make life harder. Uh, so, what you are trying to do here is functionally break into the academy. Yeah. For and they the the academy has high defenses all year round because they have lots of valuable things in there. For the breaching festival, they actually dismantle some of them and make it a game that's theoretically winnable, as opposed to breaking in at other times, which is substantively harder. Um, What you are aiming to do um, is get into the Hall of Warding. And in the Hall of Warding, effectively down in the basement levels of it, um, there is a teleport circle that takes you back outside, whereupon you magically appear in the circle that everyone is standing around looking at and thus you show that you have successfully broken into the Hall of Wards. Uh, you guys actually don't want to do that. You want to get to that teleport circle, invoke a different ritual, bend it and have it take you to the scar wall within. Um, which you can easily do once you get there because you've sort of sussed out how it can be done already. Cool. 
Um, so it's a matter of getting in there, and the easiest way to get in there is to do it when it's not heavily defended. Oh, yeah. When there's an open festival. Uh, so... What this entails is you present yourself as a team. Um, you pay money to the headmaster. Yeah, yeah sure of course. Enough. Uh, he then administers a string of tests, which you guys don't think you will have significant trouble passing, basically to assess a minimum level of competency, because... Yeah. They actively don't want massive amounts of bloodshed and people dying in here because yeah. it's not good for business functionally. They want competent people. Also so we need to demonstrate a minimum level of competence mm-hmm. so that the first fireball trap doesn't kill us all. Yeah, basically you you would expect that only um, o- only characters of past a certain level will be actively participating in this. Yeah. Not necessarily all the way up to 12, but um, there's a minimum level Yeah, like, effectively. You, you can't get it. If you're, lo- if you're lower than fourth level, you can't pass Can them. I ask a question? Yes. Would Griff be permitted to do it? Uh, if he can pass the tests. Yeah, but would Griff pass the tests? Very possibly. Oh, that's cool. Um, he's... he's um, come, he took some moderate placing in the Blade of Corvosa fighting tournament, mm-hmm. and that was a while It's hard to tell, though, because all of his levels are in, in commoner. Yeah. <laughs> He's well, like a 12th um, thing about commoner. paying for this. Um, it was 10000 for to ward our whole mansion. Oh, thank you. I noted down Silver's 3000 for these cloak research, but I haven't crossed off the 10000 for the mansion, so I'll put that Well, in. you're in there doing it. You're welcome to take another 1000 gold entry fee off for your team. Sure, let's do all of that at once. I thought it was 300 gold for the... For the Shredwing cloak? Yeah. Yes, that is what I took off for the Shredwing cloak. Oh, okay, because you just said 3,000. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was something different. That was, that was different, yeah. Anyway, I will subtract 1,100 for warding our house and getting us into the Breaching Festival. In fact... I think the simplest way to explore this might well be to redo the contract that you will need to sign if you're going to participate. Oh, oh, my God. oh my God! Do we get to actually sign it in character? Yes. 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 Uh, I I have decided not to be um, as douchey slash interesting a GM as I can and put this in complex legalese English. I have put it in plainer English Thank so people you. can understand what the hell they're actually getting into. So the Breaching Festival contract, you are signing this to state that we wish to participate in the Breaching Festival, a, si- a test of skill, courage, and magical capacity at the Academy of High Wizardry in Corvosa. Uh, contestants must enter via the de- must emerge via the designated teleport circle outside the grounds of the Academy by sunup of the following day to claim the prize. Contestants not returned within three days shall be considered deceased. Oh, wow. Uh, contestants must enter a 1,000 gold entry fee per team and pass appropriate tests administered by the headmaster for the purposes of addressing minimal capability. Minimum capability. Wow. Uh, meddling with other breaches is against the rules and spirit of the festival. Failure to comply with this rule may result in disqualification. Complaints will be arbitrated by Headmaster Togamore or Nelios. So basically you can buy them off if you do. This contract does not say that. (laughs) (laughs) Nowhere in here does it say buy off. It says arbitrated by the Headmaster. Of course. (laughs) Uh, Contestants must enter the Hall of Warding via the main doors only. You cannot teleport in, burrow in, or anything of the sort. You, uh, Jack would actively assume that the Hall of Abjuration is watered against teleport and all that crap anyway. Yeah. But even if you can, you still need to go through the front door for it to count. 
which actually doesn't matter for your purposes because you're not necessarily trying to win this, although you can go to Scowl and win if yeah. you can achieve both. That sounds good. Let's try yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> I like the idea of winning, sorry. Uh, I haven't actually written this, and I probably should have, but... Um, Is there a ward? Yes, a massive one. Could Ooh. it come in the form of... Gold dragon statuettes? Yes, it could. <laughs> ah, this is a good oh, suddenly. <laughs> suddenly the game is on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would have to look where this is because I haven't written in my contract, but it's a six-figure prize. Sweet. So it's 100,000 plus gold. Yeah. Yes. We could use this money. Which, of course, incentivizes people to go in with smaller teams because yeah. there's a bigger cut for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, might be able to um the halls, of, the halls of crafting, tenure, student quarters, and professor quarters are strictly off limits during the festival. You're only allowed to go into certain bits. Uh, breaches may loot anything that is taken from traps or guardians in the halls. Defacing the buildings for purposes of looting them is strictly forbidden. <laughs> Complaints arbitrated by the headmaster again. Uh, Togamore doesn't want to clean up after you. <coughs> It is recommended, but not required, that the breaches obtain as many key lights as possible from the other halls before approaching the door to the Hall of Warding. Failure to do so will be dot 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 punished. What was that again? Key lights. Key lights. So Jack knows this pretty well, as does many people. Um, You go in and you go through all the halls. There's a hall for each school of magic, with the Hall of Abjuration being the goal. Uh, and in each one, you pick up magical lights that open the door to the Hall of Warding. The contract says you can absolutely open the door to the Hall of Warding without doing that. It's just, it it may result in difficulties. For yeah. You. So, effectively, you're going in, going through all the halls of magic, and solving puzzles, defeating guardians, etc., etc., within to get the magical key lights to open the door. But you don't need to achieve full successes. You don't need to complete every hall to get in. It just becomes increasingly harder if you don't. That sounds so great. <laughs> I'm is, so it, excited. It is a contest of, of magical thievery, essentially. Yeah. Fundamentally, it's about breaking into a place that's heavily watered against... I can just imagine... I've always wanted to do this. <laughs> and then we get up to the Hall of Illusion, and Jack is like... <laughs> you do not actively at all need to be a mage to participate in this, but you would assume there's going to be magic-based shit all over yeah. the I would imagine there's going to be a number of things that have arrived. Yes, some of Guardians to fight that I mean, kind of thing. There's going to be skill. There's going each, to be a variety of skills. Each but... breaching festival is different, so what happened last year will be different challenges to what yeah. happened this year, etc., etc. But I'm so freaking excited. <laughs> the last thing in the context is contest- contestants enter of their own free will, testifying they are of sufficient mental and physical health to challenge the breaching. We understand this is a potentially hazardous activity. The Academy will not be held liable for any personal injury, death, property loss, mind erasure, removal from plane of existence, or other loss or inconvenience breaches may suffer. <laughs> That's excellent. I, I feel petrification needed to be in there. Signed on such and such date, witnessed by so and so at this day. Nice. But, but you definitely wanted a whole bunch of conditions and erased from plane of existence. Mind erasure or removal from plane of existence. Lucy, Lucy signature. Yay! I Silver signature is going to be on par with that, but I can't do it. <laughs> well, you can ask her to Just do use, it. get Zoe's five different colors, fifteen different colors of gel. Do you want to do, want to do Silver's one as well? What? Do you want to no, do no, yours? No, you, do you yours. have to do yours. Your it's part of the game. You you actually pull out a quill. Don't yes, you? yes, yes. That's, that's exactly what happens. Yeah. <laughs> it's so curly. It's wonderful. Yeah. Silver's known to take half extra room. 
Uh-huh. You should do a little rose at the end. <laughs> I, was, I, so, I don't know how you do like a little click do, of your Do rose, people want like... more information and things while you were on Yeah. So basically, um, the point of this is to show how amazing and impenetrable the security of the Academy is in Ergo, how amazing the wizards are and blah blah blah, and why you should pay a billion gold pieces a year to uh, be a student there. Um, it's not, but it's not remotely unwinnable. People do win, but it ha- but it's not an every year thing. Sometimes people win, sometimes people don't win, and people just pull out. Sometimes people disappear. Uh, so it's a blood sport. Yeah, la- last year somebody breached the hall of warding and never came out. They just disappeared. Hmm. Well, that makes sense. I mean, it would make sense that. Um, the tenured professors don't want too many people to win. Yeah. And basically, the prize sort of lotto jackpots, so the more years people don't win, <laughs> the, the bigger the prize gets. Oh my gets. gosh, Garen's got the worst handwriting. <laughs> uh, that, see, that's Makes perfect gross. sense. Uh, what was I saying? I love um, it. Yeah, the, the, the prize, <laughs> the prize yeah. effectively jackpots. I love how he every... takes up so much room. Yeah, <laughs> The prize effectively jackpots every year so that um, the more times people don't win, the more incentivized people are to bring their biggest invest in. Um, so eventually someone wins. Uh, people have died, you know, every couple of years somebody dies. Um, every couple of years somebody just kind of something else happens to them. They end up petrified or missing or their mind has been erased or they've gone to another plane of existence <laughs> or something but that's not the intended goal this yeah. is supposed to be oh, risky gosh. but fun yeah yeah I, I i i don't i just don't have a problem with that do they have a tap out it, option where if they want to if they want to yes you can just walk and you lose your thousand gold yeah. because that's your entry yeah. fee but at any point you can give up and just walk away and many people do they come back to the entrance and they go we couldn't get in or okay, Bob is now a squirrel. Could somebody? <laughs> somebody We're done this? here. He was the guy that was going to pick the locks. Yeah. <laughs> so did my roll of seventeen get yes. anything? Yes, it did. Uh, so uh, this is not altogether uncommon, but most of the people who participate are found again in some way. Oh, um, most. Yes. Well, the guy, the person that entered last year, um, had a odd Arabic name. Of Akim Karan's Marcos, um, and they went in and breached the hall because the doors were open, but never came out again. And Garan, on their religious thing, yeah. um, you look at that name and you go, "This means something." Uh, it's an anagram. Hmm. Are you now challenging Adam to soul set I, I said on that result, ah, you yeah. get enough to have a puzzle that the player is going to need to poke at. Um, and you can make intelligence rolls here if you would like um, some assistance from the GM, effectively. Um, how, can you, how do you spell Kassavon? Uh, Kassavon is K-A-Z-A-V-O-N. Okay, that's right out already. Yeah, it's not Casabon. Casabon <laughs> was here 2020. <laughs> <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> uh, 
it's oh until, my goodness. Until, it's until one of those it, things that itches. It, it garnies like this. It, it can I make an intelligence check to whether or not the the four six? Wait, wait, this is my puzzle. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, let, let Adam Adam last. Uh, I, I will tell up. you, this is not meant to be um, a secret in any way. The the three names are not. Um, it doesn't anagram to three names. The whole thing anagrams to something else. Mm. Does that oh. make sense? Yep. Did that information make sense? That's what I was getting yeah. at. So is, is a, is a, you, is don't a have to, you don't have to try and solve it tonight. No, no, no but I'm, I'm, playing, I'm playing with it while. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, that's that's about it in terms of the openly known um, uh, background that people know of and all the rest of it. Um, sure. And this will be a reference that makes sense to Helen. Think sort of the Ruby Phoenix tournament. If it was a breaking and entering thing instead of a Mortal Kombat tournament, there's. I know it sounds like it's going to be so great. Like cheating is not supposed to happen, but probably does all the goddamn time. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is there is certainly the capacity for you guys to go digging in advance and see if you can sweet talk slash steal information about um, what the tricks and traps are going to be. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Zolara's Harrow reading will obviously account for this in some fashion. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, and in the event that multiple people succeed in the breaching, which is pretty uncommon but has happened, um, generally speaking, the prize goes to whoever is back first. Right, yeah. yeah. But that's like, you know, one in every 20 victories yeah. that that's happened in. And some years nobody wins. So right? many years nobody wins. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> I want to admire everyone's signatures. Yeah. I, I, it, I, I knew it couldn't be small and fancy. It had no, to be giant. Nice. Oh my gosh, yeah, we've all got very different... Um... Now I'm going to have to sign this fucking Torgor board. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can, can, I, can I see it closer? What does Torgor signature look like, I wonder? <laughs> that is excellent. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously Gowron's got the rooms. Yeah. I think that's great, don't get me wrong. I wasn't well, Lucy, Lucy's one's really pretty. <laughs> it's Lucentriel, it's, it's actually with a Y. I, I would not have seen yeah. that coming. Mm-hmm. It's with a Y. Yeah. I knew it just had to be <laughs> giant medieval scroll. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yes. That's why I'm like I need a jo- I need a black yeah. pen. It's not it's not curly. <laughs> I like how you needed like I'm two Jorros right Ruby Phoenix tournament. Was I need so two rows of words as well. It's still one of the funnest things I've ever done. I needed two rows of words as well. So, <laughs> I am so excited about a magical ceiling equivalent. So somebody rolls up um, to Torgamore several days before the festival and says, hey, we want to sign up. Yeah. He has no issue with this. He gives you the I Jack, maybe. I, I, I would imagine we go up as a group. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, we'll do, yeah, I get to meet him. Yeah. We'll do an actual scene that will yeah. involve the tests and that sort of yeah. thing, but for this purpose. Um, and he... Well, you know, the breaching festivals are... T- is, is a matter of great skill and difficulty. Unfortunately, I will require to test you and to pay the Academy's many expenses in setting this up. I must require a fee of 1,000 gold pieces. We give him a small yeah. sack. Any additional gratuity, <laughs> then I will sign it. Oh my 
God, he writes in Comic Sans. This witness statement box is too small. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's, it's fat writing. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh my gosh, he's gonna run out of room. Oh man, he managed to put it in, huh? <laughs> I'm looking forward to if Alagos does any more journal entries for um, <laughs> Saki date stuff. <laughs> oh, this familiar oh. Pudge. Pudge. <laughs> Pudge Knuckles. Pudge Knuckles. Oh my gosh, it goes up the side of the page. There. Fully witnessed appropriately by Torvald Amoral and Elios. And pudgy knuckles. <laughs> He's got like this huge, fat, bulbous hand, and writes with like it's it's one of those things where he can't grip the pen properly. He's so fat, so he's got to hold it like this. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, people to, don't feel that desecrated in beautiful writing. No, but it just makes I'm, it. I'm just like, what, what the fuck does Torgmore on Elios' signature looks like? It's really fat. <laughs> Wow, I thought mine would be the, the, the fattest, biggest writing, but nope. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Everything is beautiful. Togo more audio. And Pudgy I didn't think of this joke when I wrote the form, but it works. It works. I, I love her just like, wait, I don't have enough room to do this. Oh I'm kind of imagining, I'm like, oh, he has a big quill, this is really useful. Oh, yes, yeah, so I'll do mine, yeah. And he's like, right, yeah, thank you. <laughs> this contract is not designed for somebody of my white class. Academy shall not be held liable for any personal injury, death, property loss, mind erasure, removal from plane or existence. <laughs> Did you say petrification was in there? No, I just feel it should be. <laughs> oh. So um, I, I whispered to There's generic, tech. like, other harms and liabilities. Am I going to have to go into this packing break enchantment? I whispered to... Of course That would be a really smart yeah. idea. Um, yeah. <laughs> Lucy bends down and whispered to check. So what um, Uncle Z once told me, that Tokomo writes like a swine holding a pen. <laughs> He's totally right. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to do it with these hooves. I mean, hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to need to look at our spell lists from a perspective of, like, dispel magic, break enchantment, yeah, yeah, not some, all some this of that kind of stuff. Want to, um, think about after you've gathered information on it. But, yeah. But by and large, um, it, it doesn't take a very great intuitive leap to work out that what you will probably have is a bunch of... Um, largely non-fatal but disabling magical effects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So, like, lots of protective breaking spell spell breaking or um, defensive style magics. Mm-hmm. Which could also be... And then I generally to, pack that. Yeah, and then if we need to blow stuff up, we'll rely on Lucy, who's always coming, who's always got the evocation coming. Uh, yeah. yep. This is ludicrously hard, Adam, because it's... Um, you know, fantasy names and all that sort of shit. And you probably don't know how to spell in the first place. So, so maybe do the intelligence check. Sure. <laughs> Give me a clue. Uh, well, not bad. Uh, that is a 27. Yep. That is smart enough to get Garen uh, three facts, which could be the first three letters, or like how many words you're going for, or that sort of thing. Uh, let's go with first how many words. 
two. Two words. And it's it's it will be doubtlessly um probably a name. name. So first name, last name. Okay. So that's one fact. Okay. You want for your next two facts. Um so, so it goes last anyway. How so many, first how many word, letters? two words. How many letters per word? That's a fantasy name. Ugh, lovely. Um, and it is one that um, the player and the character know. Okay. Like, I'm not just completely cocked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Maybe you're trying to invent a name. <laughs> Where did you find this name? Uh, um, that's the, that's the, that's guy the person who, disappeared, who disappeared, disappeared last year. Okay. It's got two Ks. Three Ks. Three Ks. Yep. That's a lot of Ks. Yes. Uh, how many letters in the first name? Uh, good question. <laughs> the GM does not know. The GM will have to write it down. Yeah, nobody guessing this. I want to figure this one out. No. Tough. It's my puzzle. I'm sitting next to you looking at it, but I'm not saying anything. Thank you. You are the best sort of puzzle person. Uh, can I borrow that back and just check? I've got the right number of letters in there. I'm pretty confident they do. Besides, I'm quite confident I won't know what the, who the person is because it's yeah. a backstory. Um, yeah, Calvosa NPC. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But you, you've it's now, you now, you have been to the city. You've met the people. You yeah, know what's going on. I've, I've, it's I've, a I've finally of, realized that it's a hive of scoundrelity. You know, just making so that up. Wizard hasn't told his wife what, that he's been How many letters yeah. in the first name? Yeah, eight. And Ergo eight in the last one as well because there are sixteen letters. Eight letters slash eight letters. Yeah. Well, it, it it effectively amounts to an admission that he married her under false pretenses. There, there are reasons he hasn't told her. And then you've got one more factoid. Hmm. How many vowels in the first name? That's secure. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, vowels are A-E-I-O-U yep. mm. sorry my brain's with you and sometimes Two. Y three yes but as there are no Y's in there that would be a good trick <laughs> right, I'll play with that oh okay <laughs> you're just going to post it online yep <laughs> this is the answer boys <laughs> Who is a Kim Koran's files? There's a lot of K's. I'm like, how many K's in that person's name? Well, there's a first and a last name. It's a lot of K's. Yeah, like there could be two on one and one on the other. Yeah. All right. So but it's not actually... The important point is, next time, dramatic tarot reading, followed by the Breaching Festival. Yeah. And, yeah. Even yeah. and even more important, in person. Well... Yeah, we'll next we'll week to see that. Right, so what's the... This is the... What's the adventure? Um, what's book five? Book four? Yeah. No, no, what... No, um, the the attribute? Uh, you don't know yet. Oh, we yeah. don't uh, no, know until... There's two more to go, so is, uh, we don't know until... Yeah, until so we actually uh, tell these issues. The way it works is... Um, well, just end on this cliffhanger is... Um, Jack, you feel Solara's deck calling to you, and you have actually not felt this sensation before... You, you sort of wake up in the morning feeling like 
first of all, feeling like there's something you missed? Like you had an appointment you were supposed to keep, or even something as simple as you were supposed to take out the garbage? And the more you think about it, the more it itches at you, until you realise that itching is coming from somewhere else. Not you, because this is the empathic link to what Zalara's feeling. She's feeling like there's something she's supposed to be doing, but she doesn't know what, because until she gives you the reading, she can't just pop up and give you the information, because she doesn't possess it. Um, you realise that link is coming from her, and you put your hand on the deck and reach out to her emotions, and you hear her voice inside your head. Miss Zalara's in Jack. I feel it. The spirits of the dead stirring within the city again. The sense of fate, of destiny, the spreading fire and the changes. You are preparing to go through the academy to Scarwar. What comes next will challenge you in many ways. I can guide you through your future. It is time to read the Harrow Deck again. Gather everyone. So I figure basically, um, uh, Tanith did the whole like showing around, and I was like, oh yeah, and kind of talked about whether I would be interested in, um, like a position at the university because I'm a reasonably competent wizard. Yes. Um, and this is me kind of going, Okay, well, I, I guess I should talk to the Chancellor, um, you know, because I'm vaguely interested in wizardy things, but I'm yep. a little bit worried about it. And Maybe I should follow this up with someone that isn't Tanith. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, and um, I just wanted to make some kind of mystic check about um, bloke majory, because... Sure. Give me a mystic check. That's... Knowledge mysticism. I think we can just both use the box. Oh yeah, that's works. So is it um, spellcraft or uh, knowledge? Arcana. 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 Spellcraft is about a spell is being cast. What does this mean? Arcana is about mystic traditions and dragons and that kind of thing. Yeah. So that's thirty. Oh, actually, thirty-two because I can take my time with this one because I'm not actually sitting in front of him yet. Cool. So um, have you already looked all this up online? I've looked up what bloke major is. It's gross. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I don't kind of know what the the context for it is, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, as in how he'd have ended up there? How he'd have ended up there, how it's viewed, um, like where you're drawing that magic from, that kind of thing. Yeah. So... Um, it's a- almost certainly not illegal in Corvosa, because Corvosa has its own um, laws that Elegos yeah. would disagree with on several levels. Mm. Um, but effectively, um, it's not it's it's not considered necessarily an evil thing, but it's it's very close to that because it's incredibly distasteful. You yeah. basically have to mutilate yourself to get there. Yeah. And at that point, you're the sort of person who's totally prepared to... I don't know if you'd call it mutilation, but I mean, yeah. the, the guy is morbidly obese. Yeah. Um, 
it's you're the sort of person that is prepared to go to those lengths to mm. gain power mm. because ultimately that's what you gain out of it. Being yeah. a bloke mage does not make you a better person. Yeah. It doesn't even necessarily make you a better wizard. It makes you a wizard with more punch and more impact. Oh, okay. So it gives you more... Um... Like spell penetration? Or? Yeah, spell penetration, things like um, caster level checks. Um, uh, you can add extra dice to various things, depends what specific sort of bloat mage yeah. talents you take. But effectively it involves, you know, I need blood and lots of it, so I'm going to get super fat. Okay. Um, it's, it's considered an incredibly unhealthy lifestyle, because look at the dude. Yeah. Um... But Elagos, in fact, knows that Torgamore is no no more unhealthy than the next man on the street. Mm. Despite what he looks like, the bloat mage powers actually protect him mm. from the ill effects of what he's done to himself to some extent. Oh, that's good. Um, he's, he's, he's doubtlessly sort of shortening his lifespan because it involves... Bleh, there's some extra blood going into the spell. Yeah. But not to a substantive extent. Hmm. It's not like sort of blood magic where he's just, you know, actively slitting his arm and spraying blood everywhere in order to Dragon achieve Age style. Yeah. Yeah. But, and... Just checking that one's breaking out. Yeah. Um, whether or not... Um, how it's viewed is very much about um, how societally acceptable it is to look like that and be mm. that sort of person. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think the, the best definition is it's not necessarily evil, but it is the sign that you're totally prepared to abuse the shit out of your body to gain power, which tends to lean it towards evil people. Interesting, yeah. And then there's whatever other rumours you've heard about Torgamore personally. That he sold his social demon. I'm concerned about that one. Yeah, and um, yes, that is um, more or less what you know of this. And he's the... Archmage, Chancellor. Uh, he is the headmaster. Headmaster of, of the academy. Very Harry Potter. Yes. Yes. Um, which it, I'd tell you things about what that means in city politics, but Alex doesn't know or care about any of it. Yeah. Uh, you you would assume, generally speaking, from what loose inter what loose information you've got, there's a certain amount of actual arcane power that yeah. is involved in that. Like, he, yeah. he's probably a powerful wizard as opposed to yeah. a, a third-level character. But that doesn't necessarily equate to, as the most powerful wizard, he is therefore the headmaster and vice versa. Yeah, no, I've got that. So, Alagos is going to walk in, and he's going to come out with... Uh, Ho! My greetings, Master of Mystical Heads. And you've presumably actually made an appointment for yes, this. Yes, he would have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not with Elagos, it's not necessarily a <laughs> given. You could just wander in and go, well, of course he'll see me, I'm here. Yeah. Um, Alright, and you see for the first time Torgamore or Nelios. Yeah. Um, he is sitting at a huge desk. Hmm. It's not monstrously opulent mm. like it's nice it has gold filigree on it and that sort of thing but mm. Tanith stuff all very much glows yeah, and yeah, is incredibly yeah. shiny Torgamore's is nice but more practical mm. um, he's got big solid effectively removed desk yeah um, that he is sitting on a very high chair on because yeah. as a gnome he is about this tall yeah and he is about this wide yeah which is terrifying yeah 
Yes, it's about twice as wide as he is tall. And then he has a fat little imp yeah. that is sitting on the desk. Um, and both of them are eating. Yeah. Almost in unison. And he looks up, <clears throat> puts his crackers down. Ah, Master Alagos, come in. My thanks, good sir. And gesticulates you to nice, comfy, big chair. Mm. Like it's sort of twice as wide as Elagos, huge big cushions. Yeah. You sit down on it. I imagine like Elagos would like sit down on it and then like sit cross-legged. Yeah. Torgamore sort of <laughs> leans back in his chair and his, yeah. like you've got effectively a human-sized chair, his is obviously designed for this purpose because yeah. it goes up yay much higher than yours yeah. so that he can sit more or less at eye level with you. Which is, yeah, that's, that makes sense. And So... I'm to understand that you have met Professor Mandravius, and you wish to know more about our fine academy. I do, yeah, verily so. Uh, I must confess that uh, Professor Mandravius and myself are not... um, The most amiable of acquaintances. Torgmore not, seemingly completely unsurprised at this. It's my understanding, and I am a man who likes to keep an eye upon such powerful wizards as yourself upon the city for it touches upon my affairs, is that you are a scholar of some renown, and Professor Mandravius is a dimwit. <laughs> ah, I would not go so far as that, but... Uh, mm. Mm. Professor Mandravius places methinks undue importance on the appearance of things. Professor Mandravius is a man who enjoys the finer things in life. But his Name has a great reputation in the city that I understand you may not be aware of. It allows him a certain amount of liberty, mm. shall we say. You just love his voice, don't you? Yeah. Uh, and you can actually make me a sense motive check as you get a relative first impression of him. Oh, good roll. Uh, so that's a 15. Okay. So He seems like a chill guy. Yeah, he seems he seems polite, practical. Um his appearance I don't know whether Elios would find his appearance disturbing or not, but absent of the incredibly obese and like veins sticking out mm. of his face, he's actually dressed in nice clothes, yeah. You know, he seems polite and friendly. Yeah. Um what you will pick out from that is that he clearly has a pr- he clearly knows who you are. Like he hasn't just kind of blindly made this appointment. Yeah. He's gone and found who, right. Who knows who this guy Elagos is? Yeah. So he's got some sort of background on you based on yeah, the, yeah. the probably based on the impressions you have made elsewhere in the city. But mm. what he thinks of those you cannot read off him. Mm. He sits with a neutral and sort of vaguely professional face. Yeah. And reaches out. And takes a drink from a nice goblet. Mm. Says, may I offer you? May I offer you some Elrin wine? Mm. Uh, dost thou have uh, tea? 
I am not a great drinker of some of such, but I do have some green tea from Tien's Eye. It's said to clear out the system from time to time. Punchy knuckles. Oh. The little imp looks at you, looks at Togamore, looks at you, gives you the sort of sad look and rolls his eyes like climbs, yes, master, climbs <laughs> down. Or waddles is really the only word over and starts yeah. tinkering with things that are all down in like a nice little imp-sized cabinet on the floor. And will indeed in the background start making you a cup of steaming hot green tea. Uh, how long hast thou travelled with thine companion? Oh, Pudgy Knuckles has been my faithful companion since my old academy days as a student, you understand, for many, many years now. Oh, goodness, it must be nearly 80. Uh, so, uh, so many, I say. And he'd pick up that I'm kind of like, yes, that's that's a long time, yeah. normal years. Yeah. The elf is saying the polite thing. Yeah. Uh, I confess myself intrigued by thine grand establishment. Uh, but I have uh, reservations of uh, an ethical nature. Oh, then please, by all means, let us further discuss them. If you wish to be an asset to the Academy, I, of course, must too take my measure of you. Mm. Oh, you! <laughs> <laughs> I... Uh, troubled. Something, something troubled. I have heard it said that thou hast sold thine soul to a demon. And he sort of gives a vague, not terribly surprised nod at this. And I don't sound like I'm like, ha-ha, I heard, but it's like, yeah, I heard this rumour, you know. I understand that... You are something of a man. You you are a man who has little experience in city politics, but mm. I have, I too have heard this scurrilous rumor, mm. and can assure you that you could find any further such thing were you to put your ear into the wrong places in the city. You would hear that I have consorted with demons and sold my soul to them. I myself have heard that every day I devour a whole child for breakfast. Fuck. Nonsense entirely, I assure you. Okay, I'm gonna do a sense more of that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, natural 20. That was the time to roll it. So that's 28. Okay, so you are pretty confident that for the latter he has picked a completely outrageous example that he isn't remotely doing. So he does not, in fact, eat a small child every day for breakfast. Well, I'm glad to know that. But that rumour probably exists somewhere. Yeah. Um, you know, he and he just flat out lies to your face and tells you, you know, you see all these little signs in him where he says, with sort of a long, weary sigh, and, no, you know, I haven't sold my soul to a demon. But it's not the long, weary sigh of, oh, God, not this again. Yeah. It's uh, another fucking person, you know, that's, that's heard this rumor I'm trying to put down. Oh, right, okay. Um, um, and on top of that, you also get that he is uh, mildly to moderately annoyed that you have walked in and 
you haven't quite accused him of this, but you've come moderately close within like five minutes of making his acquaintance. Yeah, yeah. What he isn't is surprised that you've done that. He was more or less expecting. <laughs> I hope um, you will not take it in ill part that I inquire of such things. Uh, I, I do apologize for my uh, frankness, but I feel between such uh, people of the world, you understand, a degree of honesty is appreciated on both upon both sides. I am, for myself, am a, a great believer in fair and honest communication when it is appropriate. That's awesome. But you must understand, the Academy of High Wizardry stands far above any other such peddling schools across Galarian. Mm. Why, we have had students from as far as the Hoi <coughs> Mounds, I believe they pronounce it, the lizard folk, to... All orcish tribes, to gnomes who have mastered, to gnomes like myself who have mastered old and long forgotten traditions, to elves from the far parts like yourselves. With it comes a certain amount of envy and a certain amount of the common mind struggles to understand the nature of the arcane. Mm. And the common folk invent all manner of rumors. You have probably heard that we raise the dead, that we summon demons and all manner of things within these walls. They are not entirely without truth, for such things must be studied, but they are also woefully inaccurate in their simplicity. Woefully! Mm. I love this, yeah. Um, so I like ah, of course, of course, uh, and uh, such breadths of uh, s- uh, students uh, does need credit, sir. Uh, line uh, conceptions. No. Now, I do not ask it um, merely to satisfy uh, mine own curiosity. No. For, <clears throat> in addition to my mystic arts, I uh, am a priest of Lady Phrasma. Ah. An associate of B- Bishop de Bears, then. Uh, I made her acquaintance but recently, but yes, no. And what I'm going to start talking about is I'm going to say, basically, I'm not here to say, oh, look, you sold your soul to a demon, you're evil. I'm basically going to start in on, you know, that morally my duty is to, you know, provide sucker and, like, um, you know, other options and maybe, you know, how much power is this giving you versus, you know, what it's going to do for you in the afterlife. And yeah. I'm going to make, like, I'm, I'm assuming it's a knowledge religion check. Yes. I'm not so much trying to... Um... Uh, so the, uh, the, this will be off your arcana check, yeah. too. The bloat majory is not religious in nature for no. either good or bad. It no. doesn't have any bearing on what he's done with the soul. Selling his uh, soul to a demon, on the other hand, is obviously Yeah, flawed. and I'm basically kind of saying, like, you know, this is all great. You know, you've got this one stuff. You know, at this point, you know, how much power are you really getting? How much more can you actually get from this? You know, and I'm sort of trying to lead him down, sort of like, if you have, then maybe we should talk about it. And maybe I could provide a safe place for you to talk about any concerns you might have kind of thing. <laughs> 
Alright, so that's uh, 30 again. Because I have 15. 15. You're religiousizing him? Yes. So he sort of he he rolls his eyes kind of quietly when this begins yeah. and then listens. Yeah. Pudgy knuckles flaps <sighs> vainly up crack. beside you. I'm gonna I'm gonna crack. Ah. Mr. Alamosh. Well, I appreciate the breadth of your knowledge on the subject, you will doubtlessly be aware that if any such transaction occurred, that such contracts are exceedingly difficult to breach. Oh, um, exceedingly so. It would not be a simple matter of wanting to. No, no, no. Uh, but... Hmm. Think about this. All creatures I have come to learn in the most painful way possible require a certain amount of assistance and fellowship. I understand that thine own position is forgive me a lonely one, and I would not like to entertain the idea of a man of your intelligence struggling alone with such weighty concerns. I'm basically saying, you know, he's obviously a really smart guy. Yeah. He, it's obviously a really hard thing, but if he wants to do it, he might actually need help. And I'm showing, like, look, I'm a religious scholar. I can help you if you need help. And what manner of help would the Lady of Graves have to offer on such a dilemma? Um, so... Why, sir? To alter thine fate. He, he sort of chews over this for a moment. Literally chews over it. Yeah, yeah. He, he almost, I? almost, yeah. He almost, <laughs> he, he almost like subconsciously. Yeah, yeah. Kind of just starts eating as yeah. he's, as he's pondering. Yeah. Um, and then he sort of nods at this. Perhaps, perhaps. Hmm. Uh, tis, tis no, uh, simple matter. And indeed, uh, tis not my intention to force a confidence. Um, thou dost not feel uh, I have entitled myself to. It is true, it is very unlikely that were such an event to have occurred that I would have opened up to it to a stranger in these halls who mm. has not yet made clear his intentions upon the Academy. Mm. I have uh, the greatest of... Uh, Respect uh, for the Academy's uh, traditions, if not its um, Chalaxian politics. So it goes very slightly colder at that one. It says Chalax has been a fine ally of the of the Corvosa and the Academy of High Wizardry for some years now. Uh, uh, forgive me, sir. I was alive uh, before Chaliax were the grand power that they are now. He again gives you that same look you've now seen several times. 
And what is the secret to this brimortality, Mr. Alagosh? Um, hmm. Thinks about him, thinks about who he is. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Uh, mistaking a ritual by, uh, hmm, a fair way and, uh, being, uh, trapped in an alternate dimension for a thousand years or so. Ah, so not something to recommend, then. Nay, uh, I would not, uh, I would not offer it to, to, to others as a solution. I can quite see that. And I'm assuming I could make some sort of persuade check that to would, like that would indeed be diplomacy. diplomacy. I presume you're largely just here to hear talk of more talk, given what's wrong with you, very little. Pretty much. Yeah. Um. Mm-mm-mm. So that's only a twenty-one. So probably not enough. I can. I've got. I've got Harrow thing cards that I haven't spent. That's gonna renew. Thing cards. Uh, Harrow cards. No, you haven't. In fact, because you're twelfth level now. Oh, okay. So. So they have renewed. Oh. I have, will it make a difference? Um. It. It's a rather weighty thing that you're asking him to do. <laughs> Well, I'm not asking him to... I'm not asking him to be like, change your mind immediately. I'm trying to ask him to be, like, open to the fact that we could kind of continue these things. And I'm not going, yeah, you just need to fix yourself, change your life, it's all good. No, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to get it so he's like, yes, he's gonna ponder it and we can, you know, continue to have these, uh, to talk about it, and he kind of is starting to okay. believe that I that, have good intentions. That you're probably already hitting there. Okay. Cool. You're, you're making a a positive first impression from a certain point of view. Yeah. Okay, cool. And um, the other thing is that I'm kind of not interested in being a permanent professor. Yeah. But I would be interested in, like, effectively being some kind of guest lecturer at some point and, like, taking seminars on, like, what it means to be a mystic theurge and stuff. Yeah. And like different obscure law that I, I would, have. I would be interested to know what manner of knowledge you would mm. lecture upon, and mm. blah 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 blah, yeah, blah, yeah, yeah. blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um, which becomes very obvious to you that whatever else Torgor Elios is or isn't, he is genuinely an academic with mm. lots of sort of knowledge and yeah. um, wizardry skills. He knows what he is talking about. Yeah. This is a guy whom you could probably learn things from and vice versa, whether or not you would want to learn what he yeah. could teach you. But Yeah. Cool. That's all I wanted. Okay, then. Yay! Let's have some more food together. Yeah, no, no. You are far too skinny to have mastered the arcane arts properly. <laughs>